Welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Sports and on today's episode we preview the entire NBA. We start with the Eastern Conference in part one of our NBA preview that's coming up right here right now on Nutty Buddy Sports. Hey everybody and welcome to Nutty Buddy Sports. Thanks for joining me. Um, Ryan, I'm your host. And before we get into the rest of the podcast with the guys, I'm not going to take too much time because it is a long podcast. We are previewing the Eastern Conference in this podcast. This is part one and then part two will be the Western Conference. It was about a two, and a, a two hour and a half discussion on about each conference. So if you want to shorten up the podcast uh, by about 40 minutes, when we start talking about Ben Simmons, about an hour and 30 minutes in, we talk for, uh, when we start talking about the Philadelphia 76ers, we talk about for 40 minutes on the topic. So I just, this is sort of a disclaimer. You can fast forward, won't hurt my feelings. I left it in there because it was, I felt like it was a really uh, good discussion. But uh, yeah, you do with, it what you will. Um, please follow me on Instagram, by the way, at Nutty Buddy Sports. And here we go with part one of the NBA season preview with the Eastern Conference. I hope you all enjoy. Okay, welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Sports. And on today's episode, we are going to preview the entire NBA. I'll probably do a two-parter here. Uh, we got uh, the Eastern and Western Conference. So let, let me just introduce everybody with me. I got Luke with me. Oh, hey there, guys. And Luke is live with me. Oh. So this is an exciting moment for me in the house. Uh, I have Avery with me. Yes, sir. I just ate an entire frozen pizza, and I am ready to roll. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now, see, the pizza would not have been eaten, but the audio issues are immense <laughs> yeah so backgrounds uh, just full 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 what is it called like pull, peeling back the curtain yeah i had some audio issues that we took about an hour to get uh overcome as a group and nobody got upset or angry and it was a real nice time travis how's it going man well full disclosure i am very upset but i'm holding it in so uh I am great. It's 1021 and I should be sleeping. So Travis is also 70 years old, by the way. <laughs> but he lives like a 90 been, year old. He lives older. Than I that. helped invent the game of basketball. <laughs> so we're going to start out the podcast. We're going to play a game. Um, Travis made up and then he'll he'll probably stick with us for like two more minutes after that. Travis, right? Around there, give or take. Okay, and then we'll, as we preview every single team in the NBA. So, Travis, do you want to just get into the game? What's it about? Introduce it. Sure. So, since uh, every year in the NBA, you get a lot of players that move around. So, uh, the game is going to be where are they now? Um, <clears throat> we're not going to really take a lot of time with it, but I got a bunch of players, and I'll ask each of you uh, – <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with, I'll start with Avery since she's already making faces. <laughs> Avery. I'm going to get so Paul, exposed here. Paul Millsap. Where's Paul Millsap at right now? Uh, Brooklyn. Give me Brooklyn for 200. Hey, 
Avery's on the board with one. Uh, Ryan, Denzel Valentine. Denzel Valentine. Did he switch teams? I, I hate him, but he was on the Bears. Bulls. Yeah, he was on the Bulls last year. He, That's he, a tough one. He pulled up from 30 feet in that one game with like <laughs> 40 <laughs> seconds left for no reason. I'm going to have to do you guys pass. Are, do you remember who he was compared to? Who he's going to be like? Draymond Green, right? Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson? <laughs> who made that comparison? <laughs> Some guy when he was in college. Oh, Charles Barkley while he uh, was 12 old fashions in. <laughs> he, he's on the Cavs right now. Oh, I had no idea Luke. he switched teams. Jeremy Lamb. I'm going to guess he's not on the Hornets anymore, is, what, is why you're asking this question. Yep, that's correct. He's not there. Did he play a game already? Is he on the floor or is he like hurt? I think he's going to be playing. Oh, no, he should have played already, actually. Oh, that was my, my ass. But I, I guess you didn't do a whole lot of research on this. Uh, blind stab. Let's go with uh, the Wizards. Nope, the Pacers. Oh, actually, I think I knew that. I knew that because I checked the box score last because because the Hornets came back on them. You want to know what's sad is uh, I I can't tell you the last two guys. I could have told you Millsap, but I I got all this as I also knew Millsap. I I I I didn't. I guessed. (laughs) You watched that. You watched the game. I I was driving. I I have no idea. uh, I was driving the whole time. uh, All right. I know what you're about to say, Ryan. Sorry, we kind of interrupted you. No, that's okay. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just going to say, I did this entire slideshow where we got the, the additions and subtractions, and I couldn't tell you where either one of those guys were. So, Oh, I figured you were going to know all of these because of that. Uh, I think. Avery, Victor Oladipo. Miami. Yeah. Nice. But way to give uh, him Luke. the real tough ones. Here are former all-stars, Avery. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Luke, this is an easy one. Etwan Moore. <laughs> is he in the NBA still? Is he a free he agent? He is. He is still in the NBA. Uh, Houston. The Magic. Oh, that was a good guess. Ryan, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Oh, wait, I know this one. Oh, that's Wizards. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, all right, Avery. This one will be Catching a little up, bit Avery. more tough. Catching up. Sam Decker. I know this one. Toronto. Yeah. Nice. Go Badgers. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Jeff Green. Uh, nuggets. Nugget, Very nugget. good. He's on the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say there's more than one Green on that team. Can you guess? I was gonna. I was. I was gonna try to. Can you guess the other Green on the, the Nuggets? Um. Uh. The Jamel Green or whatever. Jamichael. Jamichael. Yeah. Jamichael. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh, Luke, Tristan Thompson. Ooh, I know. I'll give it, it's a West team on the West. If that yeah. helps you. Minnesota? The Kings. Sacramento. Man, what a waste. Avery yeah. Austin he won't, he won't Rivers. End, he won't end the season on that team. I just looked this one up. Uh, I should know. I can't think of it. I'm going to say Portland, and I know I'm wrong. You're close. The Nuggets. Yeah. 
Uh, Luke, Bryn Forbes. He's on the Bucks. He's not on the Bucks anymore. Correct. Nope. Because they, got, no. because they got George Hill back. Did they, did they trade him? Ryan knows it. Ryan, where's Bryn I Forbes? I think I know. Uh, I know Spurs? Yep. He went, back, Spurs. he went back to the Spurs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, DJ Augustine, Ryan. Augustine is Hopefully on. nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically there. remember Luke saying he was happy that the Bucks got him. Was I liked, it last year or two I, years ago? I liked him the year before that he joined the Bucks. I thought he was really good off the bench. I, for the Magic. Oh. He was really good for the Magic off the yeah, bench. That, on one, the magic. that one playoff series. Maybe I just watched the one playoff game and I liked him in that one playoff game. He's not on there. <laughs> no. I don't know. The Rockets. Oof, that's rough for him. Yeah, and the Rockets. That's gonna be it for his Avery, career, probably. Trevor Ariza. Oh, that's an easy one. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna say the Lakers. I don't know. Nailed it. Oh, excellent guess. That is correct. <laughs> that is that's where all the old players are. So if yeah. you're over 35, you're automatically on the Lakers. Luke JaVale McGee. Did he go back? He didn't go back to the Lakers. I know. It's the, it would say the Wizards, but it's all old teams that he was on. I know he. I was I almost picked him up on my fantasy team the other day, and I didn't do it. Do Who, you know Avery? Who's he on? I don't. Suns. Yep. All right, two more. Avery. I watched the end uh, of we'll that game, Ryan. but he wasn't in when I was watching. Tony Snell. <laughs> I only picked him because he was a buck before. <laughs> Tony Snell. Is he on Detroit? No, he's not. He was. Did he stay in the same know. conference? He's on the West. I remember seeing him in his name when I was doing my stuff. I can't remember where though. I would Portland. Portland was Portland would have been my third guess. <laughs> Luke, oh, so where's obvious. Rudy Gay at? Utah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, that's all I had. So everybody's familiar now with these players and where they're at. Now, before we continue, before we continue, today the NBA released their top 75 players of all time. And I want to let you guys know how much of a farce this was. They, re- they released the top 50 players of all time back, I think, the, probably the 50th year anniversary, I'm going to guess. All 50 players were still in the top 75. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's, that's, that's not even, it, it just makes the list not even, it's not useful. There's well, no, Tracy McGrady wasn't on the list, right? Oh, no, he wasn't, but like, that's not just the, it's not just him. Like, there's a, like, Damian Lillard was on the list. A top 50? Top 75. But then Joe Johnson made the, that. I the think. top 50 were all in there. So that means that the 25 players were added to the, to the, that list that was there and they chose, it's just it's it's awful. They have guys on there who probably couldn't jump two feet in the air, and but they like helped found the game of the NBA. They're at the top seventy-five player of all time. It's a I terrible Kyrie, list. Kyrie means, Irving missed the list too. Like Kyrie is way better than than they have all these old guys in there who would not even. It's just it's terrible. It's terrible. The list is garbage. Don't give it any merit. It's junk. You heard it here on Everybody Sports. The list is junk. It's a it's a junk list. It's junk a junk list, list, and it means nothing. So just so you guys know, 
who was number one? Was it Jordan? I don't think that. I think it's just that it's, it's a totality. Although oh. they, I think it's just like a, a, a new. Uh, it's alphabetical. Oh, that's and they just put the. the kind of we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, you know. Yeah. Top seven hundred and fifty players of the NBA. <laughs> it's go. just it's a, it's terrible. There are guys it's, on there who every single player that starts, right? Every every all star. The top five better than guys who are on there. It's not everyone time. who starts. That's not true. It's just Eric Wetzel like a- started for the Clippers tonight. <laughs> The top 5,000 players of all time. That's what it's going to be eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Thanks, Luke. You're welcome. Yeah. So don't watch <laughs> the top 75. No, you just don't get any merit. You're welcome to go check it out. It's just wrong. No, we're not promoting it here. Yeah. Based off of Luke's recommendation. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So what we're going to do today, uh, we got Travis hopefully for a little bit. Uh, Avery, it sounds like you'll be with us for the majority. Me and Luke are here for the rest of the night. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah. Uh, and what we're going to do now is, uh, for those who are listening on a podcast, I put a whole slideshow together. Uh, we're going to go through the Eastern Conference first, and then we're going to go through the Western Conference. So this will probably be a two-part podcast, uh, starting with the East and going into the West. And uh, we're going to go over each team. We're going to talk about additions, subtractions. And then when we get to the end of each team, we're going to have a little discussion of you know, whatever we want to talk about regarding that team, maybe what excites us, whatever the case may be. So it's going to be an open discussion. Uh, people, we are on Zoom. So just uh, respect when other people are talking. Um, Travis, I'm looking at you, man. And uh, no interrupting. No respect out of Travis. <laughs> He's okay. going to bed in two minutes. Give him a break. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So let's get into the Eastern Conference. Wait, 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 wait. I got to interrupt you. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the Eastern Conference first. You see his name on there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Travis. That's great. That's great, Travis. Previewing the Eastern Conference. The Atlanta Hawks. So we're going to start with the Atlanta Hawks. So last year, they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals to the Bucks. They finished 41-32. and 32. Remember, there was only 72 games last year. So when I was doing this list, I had to be reminded. That, that. means 41-31, and 31, Ryan. Because 41 and 32 would be 73 games. That's what I meant to say. 41 yeah, and 31. Now, if you are looking at the <laughs> slideshow, that's what I have written down. And they were the fifth seed last year. Uh, let's look at some of the additions that they had drafted. Jalen Johnson. I'm not going to go over everybody. Uh, as we can see, they re-signed uh, Trey Young to an extension. Lou Williams, John Collins traded for DeLon Wright, and they lost Tony Snell. Can you see that? Travis put Portland Trailblazer down there, and uh, I forgot about that, and then Chris Dunn. So uh, let let me ask you guys this right away. Anything jumps out that you like they did or that you didn't like that they did? Ryan, did you make this on Microsoft PowerPoint? No. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) It's a keynote or whatever. Uh, um, Okay, one of the things that I think is great for them is John Collins because that guy is good. He's basically uh, Josh Smith, but better from back in the day because he can jump out of the building. And uh, of the five minutes that I got to watch of the game tonight, he's playing pretty good. So that was a, a good re-sign that they got. Yeah, I like that one too, Travis. He reminds me of Derek Jones Jr., who was in Miami, who has that same like jumping ability. It's just John Collins is an actual basketball player. Like he's good at it. 
I think for me, the biggest thing that the Hawks had was they signed John Collins, but they kept a lot of their other talent. I mean, when you draft Jalen Johnson, I think that's a good pick in the top 20. You add talent there and keep him young and fresh on the bench. I like that a lot. I agree with everything Avery just said. Yeah. Specifically the that he has basketball talent <laughs> as opposed to Derek Williams. <laughs> yeah, and you guys, I don't know if you guys remember, like last year, uh, they were talking about him maybe not resigning and then trading him. There was that whole thing with that he wanted the max or whatever, and they weren't going to give it to him. So I thought that was good that they resolved that. Um, but uh, uh, I didn't, I just if, 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 uh, if you notice, I have Tony Snell highlighted in red. That was, I felt like they're, worst move i'm using quotations i really don't care so we'll just move on sound good guys oh go ahead. Right. I, am, I am excited to see cam reddish oh, he was kind of hurt through their playoff run and when he got some minutes against the bucks he looked really good like he was a really good spark off the bench having him get some more like minutes under his belt he's going to be fun to watch i like him a lot and i'm looking forward to seeing what he can produce this year yeah, I think – you going to pop the depth chart up next? Yeah, let's go, there we let's go. go yeah. into that, actually, Avery, the depth chart. So you already talked about Cam Reddish. Go ahead, Luke. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, I like the, the Hawks team going forward. Uh, Herder showed a lot um, in the playoffs last year. I think <clears throat> if Reddish continues to improve, they have a roster <clears throat> that should keep getting better as they keep going. So – I forget what seed were they the five seed mm-hmm. in the playoffs last year? Yeah. Everyone was talking about how well we can't believe a five seed is gonna, you know, be in the Eastern Conference Finals and how the Sixers, all that's true. But when you look at the Hawks, I feel like they can compete with anyone just based off of the I mean, going forward, they're going to be able to compete with anyone for a considerable amount of time as long as they keep this core intact. Um I just I it wasn't surprising when you were watching the games, I guess, is, is what I was getting at. I, I, I didn't feel like anyone put Trey Young at the level that he deserved to be at until the playoffs last year, but he was that good all year. He was, he was, he didn't just show up in the postseason. He was excellent. So I'm glad that people give him credit now. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say real quick, just, I, we talked about that. I totally agree. Just wanted to make mention that as well. Trey Young, super impressive in the playoffs and meaning that he probably took that next step. Go ahead, Avery. No, that's exactly what I was going to touch on. Trey Young, everybody knew he was good, but he took it to a different level of like legitimate superstar. Yeah. I ended that sentence there. <laughs> you know, I'll continue it for you. Avery. Thank you. I'll continue it. So even though he is that superstar, uh, how do you guys feel the new rule change is going to affect him and his game? Do you think he's going to be able to adjust or do you think it's going to hurt him worse? Personally, I think he's going to find a way to still improve, but I know yeah, there's some players that it's going to hurt them. I think he would be fine. I mean, he can shoot from anywhere. Yeah. He can just stop jumping into people. James Harden, that's all he does in his game, but Trey Young can find a way around it. So to me, he wasn't doing that because he had to to be good. He it was just he kept getting the call, so why wouldn't you? It's it's more efficient to just shoot free throws. 
So he's like a 90-something percent free throw shooter, right? So if, you, if they're going to keep calling fouls every time he jumps backwards into a defender, then he might as well keep doing it. But I think they didn't call any of that in the playoffs, and you saw what he did in the playoffs still. So Yeah, I think great players find a way to adjust the rules, and that's why like he even addressed it to getting the foul call. So I think he'll come off it. Although tonight in, in the game against the Mavs, he, he got a foul call that he shouldn't have got where he stopped while the guy ran in the back of him, which is not supposed to be a foul anymore, but uh, we'll see what happens. Should have been an that. offensive foul. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. So we'll, and we'll see how the ref <laughs> and a suspension <laughs> very least. Okay. Let's go for the prediction with the Hawks. Well, um, so I, I have them in the playoffs for sure. Uh, so you see your four options here, lottery play in game playoffs contender. Uh, what do you, what do you got Travis for the Hawks? Uh, I just have them as a playoff team as well. I don't see them going further because I think they need another, either one player to really step up or another superstar on there for them to actually be a contender. How about you, Avery? I think that they were good enough to compete in the Eastern Conference Finals despite Giannis' injury. I'd put them in the playoffs too, maybe as like the fourth seed. So slight improvement from them, but I wouldn't put them down as a contender. Luke? I feel like they can contend in the East, personally. Okay. I, I think they can. I, I'm just not sold on – I know you like to go by health as a – like everyone at maximum health. Yeah. But I feel like I you it. can't do that as much in the NBA as you can in, in the NFL. Um, I just – I feel like you, you, we have no idea about the Nets. And then the rest of the East, I don't know, other than Milwaukee, do you really trust anyone to, do you know what people have, what teams have? Like the Sixers are a mess. Yeah. The Celtics, do we know anything about them? I feel like the, the Hawks could easily be a, a two or a three seed. I feel like that's in contention. Yeah. So like, I, I'll, I'll just spoiler alert, I only have two contenders in the East right now. So, and, and you guys can probably guess who the two contenders are. Um, but so to me, I just, if, if healthy, I can't, I don't see that they'd beat Brooklyn and I don't see that they'd beat Milwaukee. And that's why I just have them as playoffs, but you know, like if Reddish or, um, uh, Hunter, you know, if they take another step, who knows what could happen? Here's a question for you guys. Like their roster is really deep. They could make a trade for a big guy, a big name guy. What, what do you think, um, and not, not like lose depth. They could trade three for one guy, right? Like, what do you guys think? And I, I've been thinking about this. What do you think of like a Ben Simmons trade to the Hawks? It, to me, this is the most logical team for a Ben Simmons trade. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Like if you throw Bodanovich or whatever his name is and uh, like Hunter and DeLon Wright for, for Ben Simmons, why wouldn't you do that? Go ahead. I think you would just be losing a lot of offensive firepower for somebody who plays defense adequately and who plays offense in the postseason horrendously. Whereas those guys you mentioned play really good on offense. You'd be losing a lot of shooting from the bench. Um, I just don't think that's something that they want to give up. So, so Plus, Trey Young likes to have the ball in his hands anyway, and Ben Simmons wants that too. Yeah, that would be that would be the interesting dynamic. But I, I feel like we've seen where like Harden and Kyrie can play together, you know, like LeBron and Dwayne Wade. I think two people having the ball in their hands can work. Um, I just think like I feel like Ben Simmons is like a top five defender in the league. 
he can guard multiple positions. Like in the playoffs, he he guarded Trey Young really good, and he guarded the people at his position really good. I think that their offense, everybody on their team is good on offense. So it's like, what do you need? In my mind, an elite defender that can guard KD and Giannis adequately. You're not going to stop them. Uh, ben Simmons to me seems logical, but um, I think I think the hate for Ben Simmons has gone too far, in my opinion. But that's just me. I think Ben Simmons is the best defender in the league. That's not Giannis. So I guess he's the second best. Then <laughs> I, I, I think I think he can guard every position, but it's now you have to wonder if his head's on straight. But when he's motivated, I think he's the best defender. That's not Giannis. I, that's that's how I view it. I just think because Giannis is rim protection, I think that's more important. Yeah. I mean, if Simmons is more versatile, as in he can guard point guards. Yeah. Where Giannis would probably struggle to stay up, as opposed to like, I guess like Steph. Right. I think I think like you know Giannis would struggle to keep up with foot speed. Simmons can keep up with that, and he's also big enough to guard centers. So well, Giannis I, struggled against Durant too. Everyone, everyone. But, did he but struggle? I, but did I he know struggle? that <laughs> Durant well, just made shots. <laughs> like, but in the postseason, if that's the guy that you're going to have handle the ball, even twenty percent of the time, is that really who you want handling the ball in the postseason? No, and that's correct. That's where I was getting. That's where I was going with it. Is he's so good at defense. But I would not, and you can't have him on the floor and when it comes to crunch time. And I don't think you can give up. Like, who would, who would the Hawks be giving up? Like, I like Hunter, the no, no, their, can... their center. I like their starting rotation. Who else would the Sixers want? Because Daryl Morey is like, we're going to hang on to him for four years if we have to. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably talk <laughs> about this when we get to the Sixers a little bit. I think that they're both, like, hurting each other. And I don't think Ben Simmons' headspace is bad. I think that that's what Clutch wants him to do. Oh, I'm sure. I think this is all play to get traded. Um, you would you would have to probably give up Boban. No, I wouldn't do that. So you have Hunter behind him. I, w- I, just, wouldn't, I just wouldn't do that. Herder, I these, Herder these are him. playoff rotation guys. And I know it's like, well, you got to give that up for Simmons, but these are guys who can shoot. Yeah, but you're 11 deep. That's my thing. You're not playing 11 But I'm the saying playoffs. these are guys who can shoot. I just, I don't think you can give up. I mean, we watched him in the playoffs, right? Bogdanovich in the playoffs was, and Gallinari, these were two guys who helped beat the Bucks a couple of, like, they were, they were crucial pieces. I feel, I feel like you can't give up shooting for Ben Simmons. But that kind they of were also minutes. crucial in why they lost. They were terrible in shooting in the latter four games against the Bucks. In their like, defense. You've got to trust not. the hot hand when it comes to those shooters coming off the bench. And if you've got too many of those guys, who do you go with? That's, I just feel like like every team needs a guy like Draymond Green like that knows their role. Not everybody oh. needs to be shooting the ball. I mean, like, I'm <laughs> not talking about, that. like, who Draymond Green is. I'm talking about, like, the style where, like, hey, I'm not here to shoot. The, like a P.J. Tucker, right? Like, I'm not here to shoot the ball. I'm here to get others involved and play defense and stand in the corner, cut every now and then, and pick and roll, whatever. Trey Young would be great off the ball, just like Steph Curry's great off the ball if he had to, like some plays. I'm not saying all the time. He needs the ball in his hand too. But I, I don't know. I think they just have too many guys to me that they could make a trade for a, a, a great, a, a, a really good player. And I don't, like Ben Simmons to me seems like the logical thing because they need somebody on defense that can actually guard some of these powerhouses that they have to go up against but can i throw a crazy trade in here while we're talking about it 
I mean, I mean to the what Hawks. About, for, the Hawks? The Hawks? for the Hawks? Yeah, go ahead. What about Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah, I thought of that too, Avery. That I mean, it could work. I just. I mean, he's not. Ha- he's not going to be happy in Minnesota. There's no way that team is going to be good no. enough. We'll get to it, but he's not going to be happy. He's their guy. He's going to want out at some point, and the Hawks are one of the teams that have the firepower to trade for him. I would think that's a good fit if you give up Hunter, Gallinari, and maybe a draft Capella. pick or two. You'd sure. probably have to give up Capella. Yeah, and that's so, fine. So like, my- you're gaining I, all of that. I think it's going to be tough to get Carl Anthony Towns. I think there, there would be a lot of offers for him. I also think Minnesota is going to be better this year. I, I can't wait to talk about I, them. We uh, probably should be talking about each team and not hypothetical trades. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I just want to say the only thing that would scare me about Carl Anthony Towns going to the Hawks is the, the defensive part. He doesn't play defense. And that's sort of what Capella brings, that rim protection. Um, and that's, I don't know. I, that's why I like Ben Simmons going there, but we're done with the Hawks. We're all good with playoffs, except Luke no, let's, a we I should talk top only about the Hawks the whole time. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Okay, so we're, if Joe Johnson came back from 2000, like the 2007 <laughs> version of him, though, oh, we're gonna get into the then Boston they'd be Celtics. contender easily. The Boston Celtics. We're going to get into the Boston Celtics is who we're going to talk about next. So they lost in the first round to the Nets. They were 36 and 36. They finished seventh. I think most people would say that their year last year was very disappointing. These are the additions. Just notable ones I'll throw out there. Al Horford came back. I don't know how notable that is. Dennis Schroeder, they got him on the cheap. They lost Kemba Walker, and they lost Evan Fournier, who they traded. Who, by the way, I don't know if you watched that game on Tuesday. He could not miss a shot. Like, he was just on fire. Uh but anyway, anything uh, you guys like or dislike about any of the moves they make made? I personally think they'll be better without Kemba Walker on their team. I think it, it, it's it was pretty obvious last year that they had the young guys. They have the, the two wing players, Brown and Tatum, who should have the ball. And Kemba kind of needs the ball to be who he is. And he clearly was just not healthy or not himself. I don't know. It just it wasn't working last year. Correct. Travis? Didn't they also lose their coach as well? So that's going to be a big thing for them also. Uh, I almost – I don't think Tatum is going to be enough to get them to where they need to be, you know, this year. So I I would not be surprised if they miss the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, Travis. I put them down that they're in the play-in. I think Brad Stevens for the last five, six years was noted as one of the best coaches in the NBA. And for him to step out of that role, either Jason Tatum has to take an extreme step in the right direction for them to be good, or they're going to regress a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, I just wanted to say real quick, before I hit on that point, Avery, uh, I agree with you too, that Tatum has to take more of a leadership role. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, though, for what they got, like what they paid for him, I think that was a good signing because it's not like it's a it's a low risk, high reward type of signing. I'm higher on the Celtics than you guys are. No, I, I'm I'm actually probably with you. Yeah, I think Schroeder's better than you give him credit. I like their their starting five. Mm-hmm. I also think they have guys who know what they're doing now. I think the the issue when you're watching last year, I mean. Brown got hurt. 
That yeah. was the big thing. Jalen Brown is really good. Tatum got He's their best too, player. Yeah. He's better than Tatum. There's an argument so? to be made for that. Woo! It's but getting Tatum. hot in here with that hot take. Yeah, Tatum's say. only 19, though, Travis. Brown is better than and Tatum, and yes, Tatum has a lot of growing up to do. I think Marcus Smart was hurt a lot last year as well. Did, did you guys, uh, they're both still like 23, you know that? Like Tatum and Brown, they're both like 23 still? Yeah, it should be crazy? fun to watch them under a new coach that doesn't know anything. Well, yeah, I guess all the reports, you know, obviously take, oh wait, no, they're, Tatum's 23, Brown's 25. Um the reports are is that the, the like the Celtics really like him. He has a good reputation where I've heard of through podcasts and stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I guess it they're always going to build up the new coach. Um, but I don't know. I like Tatum because he but I don't know. Brown better? Man, that's a hot take, Travis. I don't I don't think so, but I think they're both very good. And I think in the East they'll be around the five or six spot. Okay, so let's uh, predict for the Celtics. I have them in this playoff. Uh, let's see, Travis, what do you got for them? I have them missing the playoff. They're not making like it this lottery year. or play in. Play in. They're not going to be a lottery team. Okay. Well, both are technically missing the playoffs, Travis. Uh, let's get Luke. Let's Luke. What do you think? I didn't know how specific you needed me to get. Well, see, Travis, ten teams technically make the playoffs if you count the play-in game. So. Anyways, uh, I got I got the Celtics being a five or six, so I say they're in the playoffs. playoffs. Okay. I think they could get to the four, depending on how much of a fiasco it is in Philly this year. Yeah. But I think they're better. I mean, Embiid, you never know with his health. So if Embiid gets hurt, I think oh, the yeah. Sixers, and you kind of got to expect that, right? You, I know you're you're big on your not. You know, everyone's no, 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 stay no. Healthy, I'm, I'm with you there. He plays like 50 games like a year if, maximum. We so. talked about it. Like AD, you got to plan on AD being injured yeah. too. Uh, Avery. Yeah, I put him in as the playoffs, but I've got him in the play-in. Play-in, okay. Yeah, I, I have him as a playoff. I don't know. I, I I just don't see that team missing again. They, I don't. I feel like they played as bad as they could last year for the talent on that team, but I could be wrong. Okay, let's go to our next team, guys. And we spent like twenty-five minutes on the Hawks and ten minutes on the Celtics, so we're we're, we're we're getting this time thing down. Don't worry about it. It's uh, the Nets now. This will be about a minute. So yeah, yeah, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. So obviously they lost in the second round to the championship, championship champions, champions Bucks. They won the championship, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they were, wow, a winner, a winner, Bucks. <laughs> so they were 48 and 24 second seed in the east um here's some of the the people they they uh got just a reminder patty mills james johnson uh land they lost landry shaman and spencer dinwiddie and jeff green uh anything sticks out to anyone for for who they added subtracted anything you like dislike i think in the players reportedly lost you might want to add kyrie irving <laughs> you don't know that's if he's gonna point. play or not like at all yeah yeah that's a crazy situation I, uh, um, yeah that's a good point i don't like patty mills but he's gonna help that team this year yeah he was five for five from three the the start of the first game i, I don't know if he ended there but he was five for five from three to start the, the game out uh the last game they played against the bucks i think when I think of like the Nets, I think of them like the Lakers now, where 
the roster they have is not going to be the final roster because when it comes to buyout guys, there'll be they'll guys will want to latch on because they want to win a championship. They want to go for the playoff run. So I feel like as much as they might be missing a few pieces, I guess we don't have the, the depth chart up yet, but when, when you look at this, it's like, well, they got Durant and Harden. You have no idea what's going on with Kyrie. Paul Millsap's on the team now. Blake Griffin's still there. They'll add someone or two or three guys throughout the year, probably that'll be guys who they can maybe go go to in the playoffs. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Well, they have James Harden and Kevin Durant, which is are like two of the top ten players in the league. That so works. I, yeah. yeah, at least offensively. So um, they'll be fine as well. I agree with you. Even if Kyrie doesn't come back, I like the Patty Mill signing personally. Um, but and doing? Aldridge came out of retirement. He's healthy yeah. again now. Yeah, so he he's said. On the, anything else on the Brooklyn Nets guys? I I was listening to some of the radio on the Kyrie Irving situation, and I'm not going to get into politics at all because they're dumb. But yeah, they were saying that the mayor may change as of January first. And the new mayor may change their policy for the vaccination status, which may allow Kyrie Irving to play. So it may be something to keep an eye on. If that does change, Kyrie Irving could be back uh, as of January 1st. How hurt did he get in the playoffs? Well, he's he rolled his ankle really right in bad. front of you, right? You were there? Yeah. So that probably has nothing to do with that. I was wondering if maybe this is all just a big way of staying relevant while he heals up or something but i don't think that's what's going on yeah yeah i don't know i i just like what this is this is all crazy we're not gonna get into it but if he's back by january that's fine i wonder if he's gonna be like upset his teammates though like the fact that they voted him not to be able to play like we don't want you here at all like that's that's kind of crazy to me do you guys think that if they don't make it to the finals that the team is gonna blow up like Harden, Harden's going to want to go somewhere else. Kyrie's going to want to go somewhere else. Durant's going to want to go somewhere else. Do you think the team will just implode if they don't make it to the finals? Didn't Harden sign an extension recently? He signed think- an extension with the Rockets. So what does it matter? Oh, that's right. I think no, mm-hmm. because they can't afford it for their quote unquote legacy. Durant has two championships where he joined the best team in the history of regular season basketball. Anyways, he needs to not keep switching teams for himself. Like he can't, he just can't. It's it'll, it'll hurt how he's looked at historically. I think Harden comes with the reputation of this guy folds in the playoffs. Correct. So if they don't win, he can't bail. It's going to look like, I think this is the team. They got to stay where they're at. I think, I don't think this team's going to blow up. Okay. That's but hey, it would it would be interesting if they disagree with that. I just think that's the they may, maybe if anyone's going to be like I don't care what the media says, it's probably those two guys. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. You know, went from Cleveland to Boston and said he was going to be a Celtic for life, and then the ex- next season he was gone. He also so said he the Earth was flat. He, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> he could he could just bounce. Yeah. He also said the earth was flat, but then he later said, I was only saying that because I was trying to mess with you guys. So <laughs> I'm not sure we can take anything he says ever. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I don't know if they'll blow up. I, I think that Harden and Durant will definitely try to stay together. I think if anyone goes, it's going to be Kyrie, but I don't know if any team even wants him right now, unfortunately, you know, because of everything. 
Um, whether fair or unfair, we, we're not taking sides here. All we're saying is it's, it's a tough situation. Uh, prediction for the Nets. Let's start with Luke. Who do you, what do you got for the Nets? Uh, of, of my options here, I would have them in the contender spot, Ryan. Perfect. Avery? I'll put them down as a contender as well. They were about an inch and a half away from being in the NBA Finals if Kevin Durant's foot is a little smaller. That's a three-point shot, and they're in the finals. Um, as long as everybody stays healthy, which we presume that they will, uh, they're a contender. Yeah. Travis? Lottery. Just kidding. Contender, easily. <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. They finished in the playing game last year, 10th seed, 33 and 39. Here are some of the uh, additions that they had. Reggie Jackson for three. Sorry, guys. No, no. Reggie Jackson for three. You keep telling us. Uh, Mason Plumley, ish Smith. They drafted James Booknight. I actually like James Booknight. And then they lost Devontae Graham, Zeller, Monk. Anything stand out to you guys for this team? Anything you're excited about, looking forward to? No. I like the only thing I'm looking favorite. forward to is another year of another ball throwing assists all over the court. That's about it. He, yeah, he, I'm looking yeah, forward right. to see how much he's going to improve this year from last year. Because how many games was he out last year with his wrist? Was it like 20? Something like that. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. was out for a while. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see him, too. He had a really good opening night. So um, it's going to be interesting. I like the pairing with him and Book Night as well. Uh, they're both kind of like six, seven, six, eight combo guards almost. Like they can both. Uh, facilitate and shoot so um i also want to keep an eye on kai jones because apparently he's this athletic freak that can jump out of the gym and uh, if he develops i'll be good i like Ubre. i think he helps them i like i think Plumlee does too i think those are those are two guys that are going to consistently help them throughout the season i think what they i when you look at what they were would you rather have mason Plumlee or cody zeller I'd probably have Plumlee. Yeah, so yes. I mean, the answer is yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's just that's that's improvement. You know, they, that's they they improved there, and I think Ubre is also. Uh, I mean, I just that's a that's a rotation. Easy start. He probably could start on that team. So I, I like I like that. Yeah, yeah. So here's their draft chart. I mean, it looks nice. I like. I, I don't know Gordon Hayward. We haven't heard much about him, right? His injury. Is he back right away? Yeah. Yeah, he had 29 first game. Yeah, so it doesn't seem to bother him. But, but, like, he'll probably get injured, right? So that's what we can expect from him. Rozier's out to start the season. Okay. Is he's? I, I think he's coming back soon, but he didn't play in their first game. I'm going to piggyback off of what Avery said. I think LaMelo is going to go down as the best player from that draft. Yeah. And I think he's going to be an all-star by next year, if not this year. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good. He, guys. he has the vision of the greatest, all the great passers. He has, he has the kind of vision. Yeah. So I, I think, you see he, he, his weird shooting form, I did not think that was going to work in the NBA. You watch him shoot, it's like, that's not going to work. Right, yeah, exactly. Avery, what do you got? No, I, it's nothing related. I just made a note of this, that Kelly Oubre is 25 years old. It feels like he's been in the league for like eight years. He's 25. Well, well, you're not too far off. He's probably been in the league about eight years. He probably came in when he was <laughs> 17, 18. Yeah, it's crazy. He's been around forever. 
Luke, okay, I would in. have to challenge you. Sorry, I'll say no, that uh, Anthony Edwards is going to challenge Romello for you think, uh, you think so? I think that the, draft class. See, I'm used to talking with Ryan and I. I don't have to worry about Zoom cutting out. And I start talking to you like that. It's going to cut you out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that Edwards is awesome, too. They're both very good. I, I personally think that passing ability is that's a that's a rarity you don't see. You know, it's just the vision, like that's not going to go away. He'll keep that his whole career. And that's going to, I think that'll keep him better. But that's, that's like, you can't, you don't really want to knock the other one because Edwards looks fantastic as well. I don't think he's going to be bad by any stretch. So it's almost like Edwards could be more like Russell Westbrook type because he has that type of athleticism. He can shoot though. Well, <laughs> but West, so can Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, he, <laughs> he used to. Yeah, he, he was able he to shoot that one time. <laughs> he can't anymore right yeah so anyway let's uh let's get into these predictions for the hornets uh i again guys we our time is being uh, evenly spread out except for the hawks so far um i got the uh, hornets in the play-in game how about you avery what do you got yeah they made it last year in the in the play-in game i don't see a whole lot of improvement from the roster so i'll put them in the same position they were in last year okay how about you travis Avery said exactly what I was going to say. Beautiful. Luke? This is a tough one for me because I think of all of the teams that you had to worry about injuries, the one with Gordon Hayward mm-hmm. is probably yeah. the one you have to be most concerned with. Right. So one I think the them, safe yeah. thing to say is they'll be in the playing game. Yeah. But if they stay healthy, I, would want, I think they're, the, they're also competing with the five and six spot. Like, I think they're right there with Boston. But – it's probably safer based off of who they have to say the somewhere between five and eight. So you're going to you go guys... play in or play off? I mean, is the playing game meaning the lose in the playing game or the play in the playing game? Play in the play game. So like, I, like I have, so top six is playoffs. Wait, let me I think, think here actually, because if I think, I think that if it was just the old deal, I would say there's no way they're worse than eight is how I would feel. Okay. About so them. playoffs and that's but, the way I have it done. So I only have two play in games. So that would be the ninth and tenth. So, so, so we're basically saying you think this team will be in the playing game, but we don't trust that they'll win the playing game, which is that's tough because it's a, it's a two. Eh, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Go what, so, are you doing playoffs then? So we'll here, go. Here, we'll go with playoffs with the Hornets. Yeah, I yeah. think they can make playoffs. Play. Is seeds one through eight? Playing is nine and ten, and lottery is anything outside of that. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, that's how you guys did it. The Chicago Bulls. So they finished, well, they missed the playoffs last year, which they weren't supposed to because they made a big trade in the offseason. I mean, uh, during the season, they worked out for them. They are 31 and 41, 11 seed. Let's see, some additions. Here, here we got some uh, interesting ones. Alex Caruso, I really like that addition. I like the Lonzo Ball the, uh, uh, addition. Um, they lost Lori Markkinen. They added DeMar DeRozan. I'm, DeRozan, I am very lukewarm on that move and then uh let's see any other um anybody else they lost is not a big deal uh anybody has any thoughts on this Reggie jackson three reggie Continue. jackson three they're <laughs> up by six right now guys <laughs> up by six any 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 thoughts on the chicago bulls offseason moves i think they're interesting i mean when you add lonzo and DeRozan, caruso coming off the bench it seems like they've got a good core of good starting NBA players. Um, I'm just worried about how that defense is going to be. 
That's the yeah. biggest question for me. I mean, you come into it, they're already not a great defensive team. Um, you've got DeRozan, Vucevic, uh, and Zach Levine, who are all offensive-minded, who don't have anything defensive in their mind, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I agree with that. Um, and th- that's why I like the Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball signing, because that adds defense, but you're – you know, in crunch time, you're only going to have one of them out there, you know, like ideally good pass, uh, you know, so you're going to have probably Lonzo, DeMar and Zach Levine. So yeah, you're right, Avery and Patrick Williams, which will be interesting to see. Um, I don't know. The DeMar DeRozan thing is really interesting to me. I don't know how that's going to work with Zach Levine. I just, it, I don't know. Any thoughts, Luke? I like, I like the team on paper. The problem is I don't. The East got better mm-hmm. by yeah, a good yeah. amount. This team would be good enough to make the playoffs in previous years in the East, but now, now it's, I mean, again, it's going to come down to health. I think Caruso is actually a big pickup for them. I, I love I, that pickup. Yeah. He's a better basketball player. It's a running joke because he was on the Lakers and you look at him, he looks ridiculous <laughs> out there. Just, he, it looks like he does not belong on the floor, but he plays really tough. He always plays hard mm-hmm. and he's a really good defender and he just, he's energy, which that helps a lot, but I, it's going to be hard. DeRozan is in the wrong era. Vucevic does not concern anyone down low as far as rim protection. And Lonzo is basically a three-point shooter. Like yeah. that's, that's his offense. He's a three-point shooter. So you're asking Levine and DeRozan to run the offense, and I just don't trust that DeRozan is capable of helping Levine out enough. That's how I feel about it. Travis, do you have any thoughts about those two paired together, DeRozan and Levine? I don't know. I just think they're going to be a fun team to watch. I was going back and forth as to are they going to make the playoffs this year or not, but I guess fun wise to watch them, it'll be entertaining. That's for sure. But I don't know about DeRozan being on this because Levine and him, like you already said, they're basically almost not the same player, but they do the same type of things. And uh, Levine is just more explosive. So who knows? Yeah, I agree with you, Travis. Like, but I do have to say, like, I, I think every team needs two ball handling playmakers nowadays, right? And then you you pick on the mismatches. Um, I like Zach Levine is a good – he can catch and shoot. I don't know about DeMar DeRozan. Like, I guess I, I know he's like a mid-range sniper, but he kind of always goes into his shots. Like, he dribbles into his shots. He's been better, as you can see through his stats. He, he averaged seven assists last year. He, he can move the ball around. but. Uh, I don't know. I I, uh, I think it, they will get it to work enough to be a, a fun team to watch this season and probably get into the playoffs, which gets into my prediction. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be seeded one through eight. I think they're they're smart basketball players on the court, but it's you know veterans. I don't see how that roster doesn't get to the playoffs, but I'm just interested to see how that dynamic works. What what do you think? Uh, Travis, you think they're going to make the playoffs, or what do you got them? Yeah, I'll put them in the playoffs this year, just because it, I like what we already talked about. I'll put them in there. 
How about you, Avery? Um, I'll give you a semi-hot take. I think this year they're going to make the playoffs, and I think next year they'll make a splash and be a true contender. Ooh, I love that. Splash. We all have to also think, like, Patrick Williams could definitely take a step forward, too. Like, he's this is his second year, so that might be interesting. Uh, Luke, to watch. Uh, I'd take him at 9 or 10, so I'd say they're playing game. Okay. I don't. I just don't trust. I think Levine's awesome. I just don't trust the other guys enough. Okay, speaking of not trusting, let's get into our next team, <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers. They did not make the playoffs last year. They were twenty-two and fifty, and they were the thirteenth seed. They drafted Evan Mobley. That was a good move. Uh, the rest of the moves they made were really questionable. They did trade Larry Nance Jr. I guess was freed up some of the rotation. Um, before we get into the moves, though, it's, I want to just go right into their their lineup and how many big men that they have to kind of like that they they spent assets on. Evan Mobley, they have Kevin Love still, Jared Allen, Laurie Markkinen. I don't know how they're going to give these guys enough rotation minutes and be competitive. Uh, any anything take away from the Cavs, their offseason, their rotation? I would like to add that Jared I, Allen was 11 of 11 from the field to start the season. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm just questioning how they won 22 games last year. <laughs> rest. Rest for the playoffs for the other guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was reading an article today on them, and they were like, I think some people will be surprised at how difficult this Cavs team will play them when they're coming in not expecting to play a good team. It's like – yeah, everybody's going to be resting their players going to Cleveland. You would expect their bench players to compete with their starters. <laughs> this is a bad team. Yeah. Sexton's I, good, though. And so is Garland. I like Sexton and Garland. I just don't like them together. And Markinen's not bad. Well, the, the but problem... The, but they're, the problem is everyone else... Do you like half a team, Luke? No, no, no. Everyone, <laughs> everyone else in the East has more than a few players. They... There's too many holes as far as you need a wing player who has size or you're not going to compete. Yeah. It's just a fact. Yeah. No, I agree with you. But even the big man rotator, I don't understand why you draft Evan Mobley and then you re-sign Jared Allen and then you draft, I mean, you uh, sign Laurie Markin. It's like you already have Kevin Love. You're not willing to buy him out right now, at least. That's what they're saying. So it's like, I, I just don't, I don't understand the construct of their team. It's really weird to me. And I like Sexton and Garland, like I said, but I just don't like them together. I don't like when your two guards are like six, two and under six, three and under like, and you're playing on ending the game with them. Like, has it ever worked for Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum? No, but they, do they have a big guy who literally doesn't miss? I mean, well, that's, that's, that's a great point. That's, uh, yeah, that's a great point. What, what do you have, Avery? I was just going to say, are, are any of these players, aside from maybe Sexton, like legitimately good players on a contender team? Like they're probably going to be the ninth or 10th best player on one of those contender teams. Well, I, I like Garland. I, I think the problem is they like he's more of a facilitator and, and Sexton's more of like the shooter. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's, I guess, the difference between the two. And Evan Mobley, guys. Don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on Evan Mobley. But I'm with you, Avery. Most of these guys probably don't even get off the bench in most other teams. That's why I have them as a lottery team. Travis, what do you have them as? 
same. They're not going to do hardly anything this year. Yeah. Really, really down on them. How Avery? Yeah, I'm the same. I, I would put them down for another 20-win season. They're just not very good. And then, Luke, you yeah. like half their players playing? I like three of their players, I believe oh. I said. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Oh, good times, good times. The Detroit Pistons. And this is going to be awesome right here, guys. Look at that logo. Look at this team right here. Take it in. Breathe it in. I miss the teal logo. I do, too, actually. Yeah. Detroit Pistons, uh, no playoffs last year, 20 and 52. 15th seed in the East. Guys, do you know what that makes them? A lottery team for 10 years in a row. The, the number one overall pick from last year. The number one overall uh, pick, the worst team in the Eastern Conference, I'm pretty sure. So that's what that means. To I me. just so. love that you put the 15th seed. Like it doesn't, <laughs> no one cares after the 10. <laughs> I care. I care. As, in fact, that's why I seated everybody that way. It's just so I could add pisses. Because it, it sounds better than last in the Eastern Conference, right? I can see you, Ryan, at home. You're like, I got a Pistons 15th place trophy on my wall. <laughs> hey, it got us Cade Cunningham, which is part of some of the moves they made. Cade Cunningham, they got Kelly Olenek. They lost Mason Plumley, Wayne Ellington, and Cinco de Buya. Uh, guys, anything on the Pistons? Or is it... No? I want to hear what you had to say, Ryan. This is your team. Yeah, get to it. You're, you're the guy to talk to. I mean, I, I could try to tell you. Well, here, here we go. Um, Hamadou Diallo was a Paul George teammate on the Thunder, mm. and he has all of the jumping ability. And mm. at the time, he had zero of the jump shooting ability. But that was a few years ago. So maybe that changed. That's about what I got for you. And Jeremy Grant, also a Paul George teammate. Uh, he looks like he's gotten a lot better. There you go. That's what I have for you, Ryan. What do you got? Yeah, he looked good, actually, last night. They played. I watched them play, thanks to Luke. I'm able to watch the Pistons play. Um, but I, I, okay, so this is what I got for the Pistons. I don't think Jeremy Grant stays on the team the entire year. I think they'll eventually trade him for assets because he's actually looking pretty good and he can help a team out that's close to getting over the hump. I will say I'm so excited to see Cade Cunningham, but he was out the first game already with an ankle injury. So that's awesome. I like Sadiq Bay. I'm excited to see Killing Hayes. Isaiah Stewart, guys, do not sleep on Isaiah Stewart. He looks so good uh, uh, yesterday. Like, he, he played really good for his second year. He's like 6'9". Also, do Overreact much in game one. <laughs> I'm trying to hype people up to watch the Pistons. Luca Garza, guys, do not sleep on him. Seven-footer that can shoot, and he doesn't mind, like, banging down low. So throwing that he up He loves there. getting dirty in the paint. That's right. I couldn't stand him in college. Uh, well, I'm just telling you, he looked really good in summer league. Travis? Oh, uh, what co what college did he come from? It's I forgot. Iowa. Luca. Iowa. Iowa. Okay, yeah, that's right. Anyways, Ryan, if I – well, I don't follow basketball as closely as you guys do, so I don't know everything. But the only guy that, like, I know decently on this team is Jeremy Grant. And all the other guys, it's like, who are these guys? <laughs> so your you Pistons are in Cunningham? for a long rebuild. Yeah, I know Cade Cunningham, but because he's the number one pick. But besides that, it's still rebuilding for your your uh, Pistons, right? 
I'm with Travis too. I mean, you got Jeremy Grant who knows basketball. Kelly Olynyk's been in the league forever and is like somebody you play it with at the YMCA. <laughs> He's wet blankets over here. I'm trying to hide everyone. Olynyk is better than he gets credit for on offense, but the problem is he doesn't. He's right. He's a liability on defense. Right. If he's remember when he broke somebody's arm? I forgot whose arm it was. He pulled his shoulder out, right? I remember looking at his man bun and wishing he was not on my TV screen. Pretty much every time I've ever seen him. Who what did he do that to? Me? I forgot. <laughs> Kevin Love, I think, right? Oh yeah. It was against the Cavs and Celtics. Um, so it might surprise you though. We'll get right into predictions. This is going to shock you guys, but I got him as a lottery team. <laughs> Also, Rodney Magruder, former Paul George teammate. Anyways, continue. I got him as a lottery uh, team. Everybody lottery? Yeah. What's okay. worse than lottery? The Indiana Pacers. Uh, Indiana Pacers, they made the playing game. They were 34 and 38. I won't mention the seeding in fear of getting uh, lashed by my fellow podcasters. Dude, the ninth seed is important. Ninth seed meant that they were the, oh, the, the better of the two play- the 15th seed isn't the, the better of the of the bad team that wouldn't have been in the playoffs. Okay, would have been a 10th seed. Okay, so some of the signings, uh, TJ McCollum, um, and they got Tory Craig. They lost Aaron Holiday and Doug McDermott, and they also got a new head coach in um, Rick Carlisle. Who, that's it. Thanks, Avery. Anything stands out to you guys from this team? I'm just going to go right to the depth chart. Anything stands out for you, whether it's additions or the team's makeup? The only thing I can think of is bubble TJ Warren was the best player in the bubble. (laughs) The only thing I can think of when I look at this roster, um, there's really not a whole lot that gets me excited to think that they're going to be any better than what they were last year. I can't imagine Rick Carlisle is going to come in and make them a top 10 defense either. The Sabonis Turner thing just baffles me that they continue and continue to try to make this work when it hasn't worked forever. So I'm with you. They, they kind of Levert. I I wish he would stay healthy so we could get an idea of more who he is because I thought he was a really good player in Brooklyn. But Duarte had twenty something in the first game. Okay, he was the rookie they drafted, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where. Yeah, but anyway, I don't know. And it, it, they're an interesting team build. I think they're going to be a little boring. I like Brogdon though, right? Bucks fans, Brogdon. Yeah, that was tough to see him go. Yeah, yeah. That's so, Sabonis about. is really good. Yeah, they got to trade Turner though. I think. hopefully Levert can get healthy and stay healthy. Yeah. What about Brogdon and Turner for Ben Simmons? Oh no, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, Travis, anything to add on the Pacers? <laughs> No, but I did hear that uh, Brogdon might get moved this year. There was some rumor that I heard, but who knows? Didn't he just sign a like extension on his contract to stay in Indiana for two more years? Eric Bledsoe, straight up. <laughs> that would be nice for. for that would be gr- really good for you, Lou. Followed by a, a Damian Lee three pointer, whatever his name is. Uh, when we get to the Clippers, I can't wait to talk about possible Ben Simmons trade. I'm, I'm sure Luke will love to hear my my options there. Uh, so I have them as a Paul, lottery team. Paul George. Yeah, Paul George. Straight up. So anyway, I got them as a lottery team. Uh, the Pacers. Uh, anybody get them doing better than lottery? 
Do I, I do not. Can, do I think they can be the 10? Um, uh, Travis? I think they'll be a play-in team. Play-in? But barely. Hey, Travis, I think you, you, you already have two play-in teams. I don't care. <laughs> They're on the bubble. <laughs> okay, I'll just put play-in for you. You, you're being a trooper. I'll give you another play-in. Nice shot. Rich has been They're going to be a play-in for the Western Conference. Still firing. <laughs> what do you think, Luke? You Let's see what you got here. You... I, I think they can be one of the – like they were a nine last year. I think they'll be right around there, so I'll say play-in as well. Okay. Play-in. Okay. So Leo, How I many think... play-ins does Luke have? Luke, this is his second one, so he's done with his play-in. Who's my other play-in? Uh, you're either play-in Chicago? Goals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, I think Milwaukee's right after this team, Travis. The Miami Heat. <laughs> no, after this team, I think. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So Miami Heat, uh, they lost in the first round last year to the Bucks. Pretty embarrassing. 40 to 32. They were the sixth seed. Apparently, seeds only matter if you're sixth or whatever, not 15. Here's some of the, the <laughs> 10 additions um victor oladipo they signed back uh they got pj tucker kyle lowry they lost gordon Dragic and precious chua and uh andre iguodala who has found the fountain of youth over in um uh golden state at least in game one at least in game <laughs> one uh so anything you guys take away from this team any anything that excites you worries you Maybe Tyler Hero is on my fantasy team. I don't like him, but I hope he does good this year so that I will end up liking him. So he's got to win me over is basically what it comes down to. Yeah, that's the thing I'm interested to see is like if he ends up doing like he did in the bubble, like can he can he get back to where he played in the bubble or was that just like being in the bubble? Um, well, you heard what he Victor, said, right? No, what was that? He said his name needs to be in the conversation with Luca and Trey and somebody else. He said, "Okay, I don't like him already." Yeah, I know. It's just <laughs> the least likable thing someone what can ever can possibly about? say. Average twenty points a game first, then we can talk. You know, about, <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Uh, the Lowry addition's pretty good. Uh, Avery, you had something. I think this team will be the deck textbook definition of what a three and D team will be. They're going to shoot a lot of three-pointers and play really good defense. I saw that Eric Spolstra in his 13 seasons, his defense is ranked in the top 10, nine out of his 13 seasons. He's That's really good. good at coaching up defense, and he's got a lot of smart basketball players around him. You add P.J. Tucker. Adebayo's already really good at defense. So is Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. Um, this team is going to be really tough to play against in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I like them. I like them as a playoff team. Luke, you got something to say? I think they're right there with the – they could fight for the three seed with Oladipo comes back and looks like himself. I guess we don't really know what he actually looks like because it's been so long since he's been yeah. healthy. But I think that's huge. Their roster is one that was supposed to compete in the playoffs last year and completely biffed it in the first round. So, I mean, I guess we'll see who they really are when that time comes around, but I expect them to be there. Yeah, I agree. That's why I have them as a playoff team for sure. 
Um, I'm laughing at this Eric Bledsoe shot that you're about to watch. I uh, couldn't not why laugh. Are you, why are you, don't spoil it for Luke. Luke's trying to focus on the I'm, podcast. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to. I just could not resist laughing at this. Wow, that was really short. You know what the worst part about it is, though? Is, he knew it immediately. <laughs> well, Paul George has four points in the second half right now because you saw them run that double at him. He, he has to pass it, and he's passing it to Eric Bledsoe, who's been making Who everything that? until, yeah, like that's just, you expect that when it actually matters. Just, ugh. I tell you, Eric Bledsoe, why he's out there right now, I don't know. Anyway, um, playoffs uh, for the Miami Heat, is everybody on board with that? Yeah. Yep. Travis? Luke, you think you, yeah. you said they would be playoffs? Yep. Okay. Can I put them as a play-in just to irritate you more, Ryan? You might as well. You're putting every other team <laughs> as a play-in. I'm really upset uh, that you didn't give the Pistons a play-in now because, like, everybody apparently gets in except the Pistons. The Milwaukee Bucks. Here we go. Here we ye, go, guys. Ye, 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 ye. Champs. Bucks Champs. in six. Bucks in six. So the Bucks finished 46 and 26, uh, third in, in the – can I say third in the East? Is that okay, everybody? Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Additions. They Are you going to make Porter. that joke every time, Ryan, now? Yes, every time, every time. Bobby Portis. <laughs> I, I, I'm really offended you guys made fun of me for telling everybody that the Pistons were the 15th seed. Uh, Bobby Portis, they re-signed him, which I thought was important. Grayson Allen, I like that sign uh, trade. And then uh, P.J. Tucker, they lost. I just put it as a, a negative just because of the physical defense he played on Durant. Uh, what do you guys think about the Milwaukee Bucks? I'm sure you guys got no takes. I'm Come glad on. they got Portis back. Um, it already stinks that they lost Holiday with a foot injury already. But my question is, are they going to be able to go as deep into the playoffs this year? Um, and I don't, I think they're going to be, I want to say like a second round team and they're probably going to get taken out. That's my guess Whoa. this year. I know. Nice. I know. Whoa. Avery, you have a rebuttal, please. Yeah. I think this team is just as good as they were last year, if not better, their core has stayed the same. I don't think losing PJ Tucker means really anything in terms of the regular season or the postseason. You get Bobby Portis back who played lights out all year. Um, I like the Grayson Allen trade. You got rid of Sam Merrill, who was an next to nobody to get a legitimate bench player. Um, I've already seen Sandro Mamu Kalashvili give minutes. Um, I'll be interested to see how well he does if he gets anything. Uh, moving forward <laughs> yeah also um, i'm with you sorry go ahead no go travis uh jordan wara is really good at mm. offense and i hope he gets a lot more minutes this year uh i saw he played a decent amount already in the first two games so i'm curious to see if that's going to continue or if if he's going to get more bench time but i'd like to see him play more i would too yeah but the first game of the season, he was the best player wearing 13 on the court. And he's a Buffalo Bills Mafia member as well. That's the most important aspect of that. Yeah, that's right. Grayson Allen, though, I want to hit on that real quick. I just really like that sign because he's a good 3 and D guy. Um, 
Don't he, get me started. I don't want to hear about college, Luke. I'm not here to talk about college. He's college. the least likable player in the NBA. Um, they call it Dr- ball. Draymond Green. He's probably not shooting. Draymond Green is more likable as a basketball player. <laughs> okay. It doesn't Grayson mean Allen. that guy can't play three. Grayson and Allen. D, three and D. That's his what you his reaction to, to a play not going his way was to attempt to injure players on the other team. College kids. Not perfect. Like these are kids who are trying. It's just, it's, it's egregious. He's the worst. It was coach K right there. (laughs) Oh, it was definitely not coach K. Yeah. uh, I can't stand Grayson now. He's the worst, but doesn't mean he ain't good at what he does though. Right. Like he's gritty. He's the worst. I want him off the floor. I like him. I like him. By the way, Steph, Steph missed every shot in game one against the Lakers. So naturally he can't miss against the Clippers. That's just how it works. Yeah. Well, the Clippers can't just let him open at three. They got to force him to drive. I don't know what they're doing. So uh, you can ask Eric Bledsoe who keeps shooting the ball. He's going to say their defense is just let Eric Bledsoe shoot the ball. Yeah, and I'm not surprised that they're like, hey, I bet Paul George is going to be able to shoot it if we blitz him and if we Eric Bledsoe uncover. Okay, okay. Let's just focus on this last point with the Bucks so Travis can go to bed. I say this is Reggie Jackson is four for 19 right now in this basketball game. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> Bledsoe's actually shooting well. Let's just can't make a so let's, let's talk about the Bucks. Hold on, hold on. The Bucks. Travis mentioned that he thinks they're out in the second round. They why did you? I was watching the Clippers. Sorry, did you say that PJ PJ Tucker means nothing to that basketball team? Like he was a net negative in every game that he played. Like that, his defense is now overrated in, in Luke's opinion. I guess I'm saying I'm saying these things like they're factual. Um, to me, he's a he's no he's kind of washed. He is washed. He's not kind of washed. He's the, the he gets put on his pedestal as a defender from what he did five years ago. Um, he's not that player anymore, in my opinion. Bryn Forbes is, you don't need him. George Hill is better for playoffs anyways. You can trust George Hill when he's on the floor. I would rather have him on the floor than Bryn Forbes. Um, I think, who is the, what other additions do they have other than Grayson Allen? The the best addition they had. Let's go look. I can go back on that. Bobby Portis. Portis. That they kept him and they got him for a steal. Yeah. Like he took less money to sign with the Bucks because he likes being on the Bucks and why wouldn't you? Right. Um, Bobby, Bobby, exactly. Bobby. Exactly. Di is going to come back. I like this team a lot. I do think I get where Travis is coming from, though, because they were this close to being out of the playoffs last year and not making the finals. So you look at it this year and you think, well, if the Nets are healthy, you could totally see that not working out. And could they lose to the Hawks or something like that? Sure, especially if. Middleton turns back into who he was and we saw a holiday shot because he was having to play defense so hard. So you can see it being a struggle, but the thing with Giannis that I, I'm not, I don't have the numbers in front of me, sorry, but I, I read a thing that said that Giannis in the first year of the playoffs, when he was, when they, the Bucks lost, he was like 16% in the mid range. And the next year he was like 25% in the mid range. And then this last year, when they win the finals, he was 44% in the mid range. That matters. All the best players, all the best teams need a guy who's good in the mid-range situation. And I, I think that's going to be a huge difference. I think when you look at how the refs are supposed to be calling these games differently with the foul call change, that you can't like jump into somebody and he's running into whomever and getting a foul call, that benefits teams like the Bucks, benefits teams like the Clippers who don't have guys that reach for fouls. And I think that only benefits a handful of teams in the NBA 
they're a true contender for the title again. I don't see them getting bounced in the second round unless they were to somehow play the Nets again. Travis? I, I only say what I say about the second round is because everything that could have gone right for the Bucks did. I mean, I can say that now because they won. But you think the first round with the Heat, they beat the Heat the first game, and it went into overtime. And basically, it crushed the Heat's whole spirit after losing that because they should have won that game. Then it would have been a whole different series. Then you they play the Nets, and then uh, Kyrie gets injured. So it's just Durant that they're playing against, basically, and an injured Harden. Very out of shape, injured Harden. And uh, they almost get beat because of his foot. And then they play the Hawks, and Trey Young goes down also. I mean, Giannis got injured also, but still, everything that could have went right did. So, and then Middleton turned it up somehow, which we did not see coming, right, Luke? <laughs> you didn't see that coming. With Middleton's the Bucks fans did, and but it's a little bit. I mean, he came through clutch, and there's no denying that. But all he had to do was miss like two of those jump shots, and people would be saying. Same old Chris Middleton, right? <laughs> so, like, it's, it, we, we, we tend to put a lot of gravity. I feel like I've said this in another podcast with you or something like that. But we, we tend to put a lot of gravity, we, fans, media, everyone, when, like, a shot goes the right way, when it easily could have rattled out or something. And then we're talking about, oh, he doesn't make this. He doesn't do that. Like, I, I'm glad that Middleton was able to over, overcome that. He did nothing in that finals Giannis scored 50 and Middleton finally made the shot at the end to seal it but he did nothing before that like <laughs> like remember how good he was all playoffs yeah because he wasn't that good in this game but let's let's just ignore that when Giannis dropped 50 so I could see it I could I see mean you combat what you're saying Travis they went into Brooklyn down a game right because Brooklyn had stolen Ooh. Milwaukee yeah so they were going into an elimination game in Brooklyn and came out with the win regardless of who is on the floor in a game seven, that's impressive. Then, yeah, you get beat badly by a Hawks team in game one. They steal one from you, but then they come back and win two more on the road, one without Giannis, who we thought was going to be out for the entire postseason after his knee bent completely to the left. And then he's resilient enough to come back, put up 50 points in a finals game and win this team is built to win and they're going to do it again this year. Yeah. I just write it down. Write it down. Coach Bud is going to screw it up though. Yeah. Probably. yeah. Well, probably, but like Giannis <laughs> seems like he, he, like he figured something out though. Right. Like that's the thing that I, I, like he seemed like a totally different player after they beat the Nets. Like he was just so dominant when he had to take over games, he just took over games, you know? So I don't know if I personally, I think they're going to be better this year. I think they're going to come in with that confidence too that championship teams come in with. So I don't know. Uh, but I do have them as a contender. I mean, yeah. Is everybody else? They're definitely yeah, I do. They forgot their confidence tonight against the Heat, but whatever. <laughs> they're playing chess. The Heat are playing checkers. Travis, do you have them as a contender? Or do you, do you, are you if a uh, like second round exit means contender, then sure. <laughs> no, that's play out. That's playing. That's a playing game. 
that's, that's, right, not, boys. That's, not, that's not a bad loss to start the year. Okay, okay. Before you go, Travis, though, I need your finals prediction. Who do you got winning in the finals and who you got winning? He's going to pick the Bucks. I know. I have the uh, Cavaliers and the – no. I'm going to go Nets and the Lakers. I know it's not exciting, nor is it the finals we want, and I'm going to have the Nets winning. Okay. Sounds good, Travis. Thanks a lot for powering through for a little bit. Yep. I'll enjoy listening to the rest of this another day, boys. Enjoy your two hours of sleep, Travis. (laughs) Two hours? I got to get up in an hour. You might as well not even go to bed. Uh, See see you guys later. The New York Knicks. So uh, the Knicks lost in the first round to the Hawks. They were 41 and 31, the four seed. Uh, let's see uh, some of the additions. Uh, Evan Fournier, Kemma Walker, Alex Burke, they re-signed. They re-signed Derrick Rose. They lost Reggie Bullock and Alfred Payton. Anything stick out to you, Avery, since it's just me and you right now with this team? Yeah, I'm I'm not a Knicks fan in any way, shape, or form. But if mm-hmm. I were, I'd be excited. I like yeah. Melon Noel protecting the paint. Kemba Walker, Derrick Rose, two great point guards that you get. Um I don't know how they're going to share the floor if one's going to come off the bench or how that is going to work throughout the season. Um, Fournier came in and looked awesome. I'm curious to see the either progression or regression from Julius Randle, who played like a legit all-star last year. Um, Can he keep that up? That's the only thing that I have a question mark about this team. Yeah, that's a good question mark. He did show up the first game pretty pretty strong, though. He did. He was going to. Yeah, yeah, keep it up. And Fournier looked really good. The, the thing with Kemba Walker is it's always his knees, his health is so up and down, it's ridiculous. I don't, you, you know, you can't you can't almost rely on him. I, I like this team. I like the the um, difference, like the the youth along with the veterans. I think there's a nice complement of both. Uh, and and I'm interested to see quickly in Toppin as they grow this year uh, as a neck. Anything you like, Luke? I've, I've, this team confuses me greatly. <laughs> That's fair. I look at, because I don't think very highly of Julius Randle, mm-hmm. but he was an all-star last year and he makes enough plays to be, it's not like he didn't deserve to be an all-star. He makes enough plays every game where it's like, oh yeah, he's pretty good. But every time I feel like I'm watching him, I feel like he's not making that jump shot. He's not going to finish that. That's fair. That's fair. I, I feel like that when I'm watching him, and yet they they are competitive. They they win games. He's, I mean, he averaged 24 game last year. Kind of lot. like he's good. It's just yeah. it must be games that I'm not watching <laughs> that he's that he's better in. But I mean, I like their team. I like the fact that um, like I like Alec Burks, R.J. Barrett's good. Fournier's a good like he'll he'll help them. Um, I watched the game the other night. I think I don't think any games at the start of the season are going to show you what you get this year, but I think they're young. They'll compete. I I like them. Yeah. I also like, because one of the big problems that uh, the Knicks had in the playoffs was it seemed like it was easy for them to take Randall, the the Hawk to take Randall out of the game because they could double him and stuff. And then Randall kind of had no answer. So them adding a shooter like Fournier, bringing Burks back, Kemba Walker, if he could stay healthy, RJ Barrett, if he could take a next step as, as a shooter, I think, I think they did, did well, at least putting shooters around him. 
to to some extent. I agree with that. Did you guys mention Obi Toppin either? I, I did. I did mention I'm excited to okay. see him this year. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to grab some water. He looks so good, like from an athletic standpoint. And it's his second year, right? He was a rookie last year. He's going to be good. Like, people are going to have to look out for him. I like quickly, too. Yeah, me too. I don't know if you mentioned that I was getting a drink like Avery was at the start of this. No, that's fine. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Um, Um, Quickly's good. He finishes around the rim. He's got a lot of, you know, like those, I think we were, when you look at the playoffs last year, you kind of, if you're, if you're a smaller guy, or even just if you, if you're, if you're a player who drives, you need to have those floaters. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. a, that's a shot you kind of need to have now, unless if you're, like, if you're under six, six, you have to have that floater and quickly has a whole bunch of those, like Isaiah Thomas, like floating, running, like he's, he's good. I like him. Yeah. I like quickly, uh, quickly too. Top in as well. Avery, you got something or no? No, okay. I thought I saw your hand. I'm just putting you on the spot. That's all. Okay. Oh, you have gummy worms. Yeah, I mean, um, so, gummy worms. They're pretty fantastic. Sugar ones or non-sugar ones? Um, I don't know. It's got Master Chief on it. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, there you go. Um, for the Knicks, I have them in the playoffs. Um, Avery, Luke, what do you got for the, the Knicks? This is important. No, Avery, I mean, like, are they the ones that have the sugar, like the sour sugar <laughs> on them? Or are they, like, the ones that are just the, the see-through, non-sugary ones? No, they're name brand. They're sour gummy worms. Okay, sour. So they got the sugar. No, I'm saying you can buy the gummy worms that, like, don't have the outer, like, the sugar. Like, they're not dipped in sugar. Like, they're just... That would be like buying a Diet Pepsi. Like, who does that? Well, yeah, like, if you ever have, like, dirt cake, so put the gummy worms in there that don't have the sugar stuff on them, and it's always, it's egregious. Can't have that. You don't want my. So yeah, I, I figured you if you bought those that there's no way you would make such a terrible error. Yeah, I don't make bad decisions in my life. Okay, good deal. Clearly. Uh, of course. Clearly. Of course. <laughs> okay, so who? Uh, what do you got for the Knicks as far as I have them as the playoffs? What's your prediction, Avery? Yeah, I got them in the playoffs as well. I put them as like a four or five seed. Perfect, Luke. I have them as a playoff team. I'm hoping for good things from Buddy Grant who likes him some New York Knicks basketball and always has. Okay. Perfect. Since, since way back when, Alan Houston, <laughs> Larry Johnson. Yeah. I, um, Chris Dudley. Do you guys kind of wish that they play the Hawks again for the Trey Young, New York? It's almost like the Knicks-New York rivalry type thing. I'll be honest. What I kind of want to see is Knicks-Celtics both be good. Mm-hmm. But I but they're still out there. Like the Bucks Nets situation, I'd like them to be competing like that because I think that's good for the NBA to have that rivalry mean something again. It's been so long. Yeah. I thought the whole Trey Young versus Madison Square Garden thing was stupid. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think there was a whole lot to it. Sure. Just that he would shimmy and then shoot the ball and make the shot for some reason i do get the I, I get confused by the it really matters on the road at madison square garden because the knicks were so bad for so many years like <laughs> like t-mac would go in there and light that place up and and they'd be like wow and he did it max in madison square garden I'm like yeah the knicks are like the 12th best team in the east how is this impressive that's a good point like, it's like t-mac to yow oh wow back it's like okay but like 
who's going to guard Yao? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> who's going to guard McGrady? There's no one. No one can guard these guys. They don't have any good players. Like David Lee is not going to scare Yao down real quick. <laughs> anyways, no, that's a good point. I like that point. Any, okay. Anyways, I just I don't. Oh, to Avery's point, they're like it's such a big deal that Trey Young's doing this in Madison Square Garden. It's like, yeah, I mean, but is it? But is it really like are the Knicks known for their incredible defense? Do they have anyone that's going to stop Trey from shooting thirty feet away from the hoop? Not really. Anyways, yeah, I was buying the hype, but you guys, yeah, no, I, I like it. No, it means it's working on you. That's good. It's good yeah. for it's good for, for money. Yeah, we like, we good like good money. business for the NBA. Okay, let's go do another uh, team here. The Orlando Magic missed the playoffs. The Orlando Magic. They were twenty-one and fifty-one. They were the 14th seed. I'm I, glad I saw that. I'm <laughs> glad I saw that. They were better than. Yes, what a great point to they, put up they there, beat Ryan. The Pistons on the tiebreaker. See that I wouldn't have known that, but now I know. Okay, and I'm actually glad. I know <laughs> added, that. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> they had like Suggs and Wagner. Uh, wait, no, Wagner. it's Fra- It's definitely yeah. How's it pronounced? Wagner. The V. Wagner. Yeah, Act Wagner. Like it's a v. I call them V-O-G. Wagner. Podcast. I don't care. Uh, and then they lost that will put a junior. Um, obviously, I don't know. I, I like Suggs. I like the pick they got for Suggs. He's kind of like, you know, he's a good rookie to have. I think he could actually be rookie of the year. He's a good playmaker shooter. Uh, this is what their uh, lineup looked like. For the Orlando Magic, anything that excites you or you guys looking forward to or, like, discusses you about the uh, Orlando Magic? The only thing, like, I, I would want to know who they're playing at guard. Like, you look at this, they've got seven players mm-hmm. at the guard position. Who do you play? Who do you start? Who do you give those minutes to? That's a good question. Um, I'll answer that question for you, Avery. Go ahead, Luke. Give it to me. This team is terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you're not expecting them to – you play and for it, but you play all of them and you give them all a fair shake and you see who ends up stepping up. You would hope it's probably Fultz, right? Like he's the guy who had all of the potential. He was the guy who was supposed to turn into this and he, he has made progress. So, I mean, may, hopefully it just took him a few years and he'll, he'll end up being, you know, something that it, he was supposed to originally be, but I mean, other, honestly, this is Sugg's chance to develop in the NBA, take this whole season to learn and hope for the best with everyone else that you end up with three rotation players on this team as they Yeah, You know what you got in Gary Harris and Michael Carter Williams. I think Hampton, Fultz, Anthony, and Suggs are the question marks there along with each one more, but still that's five guys who, you know, not how they're no idea how they're going to do in this offense. And you spent, uh, what was Suggs drafted, third? Fourth. Fourth. So you've got a fourth-round draft pick and a guy. You've got to get him in minutes. Mm-hmm. You want to see if Fultz can produce for you if you want to sign him again. Same with Hampton and Anthony. It's just a lot of mouths to feed at the guard position. I think Carter could end up being, like, he's a decent center. Yeah. In the in – the- three games I've seen him play in <laughs> to act like I know a lot what I'm talking about but what I saw I mean he moves well and he I think he can shoot if I recall correctly like he's he's not just like stuck by the hoop so like that's that's a guy who could develop I don't know anything about Okiki um 
their team their team is just you have no idea if any of these guys are going to turn out to be NBA players or not. Like that. Who's the, they, who's the best player on this roster? Jonathan Isaac. I don't. I think that's not the best. Is he going to play this year? That, that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah. who, I'm sorry. Who's the best player on this roster who's going to play? Terrence Ross is <laughs> the best shooter question. athlete yeah. on this team. Yeah. I think he'll be gone though. But yeah, you got to trade him because yeah. the rest of the team. You, you're 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 trying to completely rebuild. This is the Sixers from pre Embiid pre-process. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This I is would... the pre-process. Exactly. Exactly. We worded perfectly. You should try to can we can we somehow Orlando Magic Disney that term? Yeah. Make some money off this, sell it to them. Good. Maybe. Yeah, I would say that I'm excited to see like them grow, but I'm with you, Avery. They gotta clean out some of those guards. Uh get rid of the ones you like Gary Harris, you kind of know what he is already. I, I would just trade him. Like you're, he's you, you want to lose you lottery. Like there's gonna be a veteran team out there that wants his services. Terrence yeah. Ross, same thing. Carter so, Michael Carter Williams, you don't need to yeah. know anything about him. He's been in the league for however right. long. Yeah, same thing. I'm with you, man. Just get rid of some of these guys and let the young ones and figure out who's good and who's not, you know, win 15 games this year. Yeah. So with that yeah, being said, that 15th I, seed. yeah, that's important. I guess, no, no, don't get it because nobody wants it named. That's what I, you know, don't get 15th anything better than that. Uh, so my prediction for them is lottery for them. And I'm thinking that you are all on board with that. I am they, in agreement. They might struggle to win 10 games. What's the record? What's the record for worst regular season record? For 82 games? Yeah. I'll look it up here. Who had the worst record ever in an 82-game season? Well, Avery looks it up. I'm going to guess 11. But, um, yeah, I I could see them being being bad. The uh, Charlotte Bobcats in 2012 had a whopping seven wins. Ooh. Ooh. I don't even remember that. That's you'd think I would remember that. Yeah, they drafted Adam Morrison the next year or something like that. No, I gotta know who was on that team now. Charlotte Bobcats in 2012. Oh boy, this is gonna be tough. Okafer was still on the team, right? Raymond Felton? They had to be too good. Okafer would have helped them win some games, wouldn't he have? They won seven games. Well, I mean, it might have been his first or second year. Luke's well, second maybe, favorite no, Milwaukee what... Buck player, DJ Augustine. That sounds right. Bismack Biombo. Can I, hold on, can I guess? Boris Diaw. Oh, I would have gotten that one. Kemba Walker was on said team. Huh. Was he a rookie? He was a rookie that year. Yeah, that's not his fault. <laughs> He's trying to learn how to play NBA basketball. That's the only other names I can recall gerald wallace was he still on the team there's no way gerald wallace is still on that team no. right he no that was that was in the mid, mid that was the decade before yeah i don't know how to say this day sagana diop job they sagana job, job. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the team okay she well, is on the team. too much time on a team that doesn't exist anymore anyways but... i think the magic are going to win more than seven games but they might not win more than 11 that's fair that's fair. if isaac comes back they'll win at least seven games i'm expecting them. him i'm expecting him not to play but if he does come back, they'll they'll be a fifteen to eighteen win team. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, they're going for a number one pick this year. Yeah, they're not trying to win. Yeah, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers. They lost in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, they against the Hawks, right? Um, Forty nine and thirty two. Doc Rivers first special 
in the East. Yes. Uh, some of the signings they had. Danny Green, they re-signed. Signing of Andre Drummond. You guys will probably notice I have that red. Oh, no. Hold on. That's why you guys didn't notice. You probably noticed that I have it red, marked red. Okay. Horrible signing. I don't get that sign at all. It was stupid. Don't understand it. Uh, they lost Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard made more sense behind, um, to me, behind Embiid than, than Drummond does. A any takeaways? Uh, let's just go to the depth chart. Any, any takeaways as far as additions, subtractions, what you're looking forward from these teams? Any questions about these teams you guys want to discuss, uh, 76ers? This team is going to go as far as Joel Embiid's health takes it. Mm -hmm. Is is what's going to happen here and it's it's literally the same team as last year in the playoffs that was falling apart with not knowing what to do with ben simmons which comes straight from the leadership it's the coach's job to put the roster on the floor that gives you the best chance to win and ben simmons was clearly in a spot where he wouldn't even shoot the ball and or dunk it or do anything yeah. you couldn't have him on the floor right which you can put that on Simmons all you want, but it's coaching and it's everything. It's not just the head coach. It's everyone. And yeah. they fail as a franchise to figure out like everyone, whoever's in charge, they all know it. I don't know who's in charge of their offense, but they all know internally what they could have done or, or that they should have done something different than what they did. So um, that needs to get resolved. I don't know how you get it resolved what would you even trade Ben Simmons for right now? Like who, what's his value? If you, Avery, we watch a lot of basketball. I, I don't know if I recall asking Ryan this, we'll ask you after, but Avery and okay, Avery and Ryan, <laughs> but, but um, you're an NBA basketball team and you are not the Milwaukee Bucks and you're not the Los Angeles Lakers. Maybe you're the Suns, but you want to compete and you're really not a favorite to make it to the finals what would you be willing to give up for Ben Simmons? Like, like, what is he worth to you? Is he worth? I don't, I don't what, think he's worth draft picks, right? But like, which way, how high of a draft pick? Would you rather have the 10th overall pick or would you rather have Ben Simmons? This You'd rather have Ben Simmons. Okay. All right. All right. That's okay. So what if your team you decide like, no, I need to surround Luka Doncic with shooters. And you, there's no place for Ben Simmons on your team. You would need shooters. You can't, you literally can't have him on the floor. Like you can't, it's just taking an extra defender closer to you. Well, like you can't, so I'm just saying there's a limited, there's a limited use for him already based off his shooting. And then on top of that, who are you going to get? Cause the guy that we watched in the playoffs, you couldn't even have him on the floor, bringing the ball up. Like he needed to be Andre Robertson where he stands in the baseline and makes backdoor cuts. Okay, so, so let me... <laughs> like, that's let me, all he does. Yeah, so <laughs> plays defense. I'm going to defend Ben Simmons here for a second, which is an unpopular opinion to, to do. I think the biggest trouble is with Ben Simmons is partly is that he's paired with Joel Embiid, okay? They both do their best work close to the basket. So you, you can't, like, if you drive, there's, you're gonna, there's gonna be two guys there, right? Because Embiid's gonna be there. Um, and as you get closer to the basket, the lane becomes more congested, obviously, because, you know, so 
I just think the pairing's horrible. Now, does that give him an excuse not to learn how to shoot a basketball when that's probably the most important part of the game? No, I'm not saying that. Not according to the ESPN Top 75, which had Dennis Rodman in, but Tracy McGrady out. That's that's no, that's that's stupid. <laughs> Who's better at basketball? Stupid. Anyways, continue. Continue. Stupid. Dennis Rodman could never lead his own team to the playoffs. Never. Well, that's yeah, right. I'm sorry. I was, I was in a, it's obvious. It's right. just obvious. It's, a, I was telling you, that's, yeah. it's literally it's the stupid. dumbest list in the history of lists. So it's when, like the NBA's official list. Like so, they're all well, Ben right. Simmons, then are you blaming the coaching for bad floor spacing? Or are you just, well, I just there's nothing I'm they saying, can do. They just got to figure it out. Well, you can't, I think you got to, they should have traded them last year. But didn't, uh, just, just the devil's advocate on that, didn't the, Oklahoma City Thunder have the Warriors on the ropes with Andre Robertson in the starting lineup and playing, and he was never once a threat to shoot the basketball. Like but they had like never like five points a game. But but see that's the thing, they put him on the floor where he was basically a rebounder and a back and a cutter, and his job was to play off of other people, which means you needed to have another ball handler on this team. So they needed to get another guy who can dribble the ball up the floor and they don't have that guy. So it's a failure on all levels. Yeah. I just, I don't know if it's floor space. One second. I just want to get this point across just like with the Benson. He's a great defender. You mentioned earlier, he's a top two defender in your mind. I think he's definitely top five. Um, he regular season, especially you, you can't prepare for him in the regular season like you can in the playoffs. I, I think we know there's a big difference between regular season basketball and playoff basketball, okay? The, the thing with is I think you can survive with one player on the court that can't shoot, okay? You can. I think teams have been able to win championships like that uh, recently. But the, the problem is, like, Jamon Green isn't the best shooter, like, the, in the, in, in they somehow won because he was really good at facilitating and, um, and defense. So I just think that the combination between Embiid and Ben Simmons is what really hurts this team because they both do their best work when they get closer to the basket, and both of them need to be down there, so the floor spacing's awful. And, and, and you're right, Avery, that comes down to co- coaching. you got to spread the court a little bit, but how do you tell your best player, Embiid, yeah, we want you away from the basket for our second best player. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's kind of stupid when that's where Embiid's the best. So I think, like, to answer your question, Luke, if I'm the Portland Trailblazers, I would have traded C.J. McCollum and whatever else for Ben Simmons. I would have made that trade because McCollum and Lillard aren't working. Like, th- that's not working. Um, why the 76ers won't do it is stupid, and I think they're going to hurt themselves in the long run, personally. Avery, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to bring up a point of Ben Simmons – when he was drafted, he came into the league as a good offensive player and a great defensive player. What's changed? I mean, what has he improved upon? He's still a really good defensive player. His offense hasn't changed one bit. He hasn't taken a three. He doesn't take three pointers. He doesn't know how to make a jump shot. Yeah. All he knows how to do is make a layup and a dunk. He's been in the league four years, five years. He's been in the league for several years and hasn't improved his offense one bit. That's a major red flag for me. I'm staying away from the guy. I don't want anything to do with him on my team. That either goes to work ethic 
on not wanting to improve your game or it's just something fundamentally wrong like a Markel Fultz that you're just never going to be able to teach the guy. Is he naturally right-handed? Yeah, he shoots left. So he might have been through that thing where, I mean, I watched Greg Oden shoot free throws with both hands better than Ben Simmons. Like he switched hands and shot a better percentage than Ben Simmons did from the free throw line. That doesn't make any sense. You right. have access to you have access to a basketball gym, court, rebounders, coaches at all times. But he's dating Kardashians. Like bingo. I mean, the fact is <laughs> it's it speaks to the guy who, I mean, you look how big he is and how he can dribble, who probably had it easy at every level through his career, just you know, in school, like everything growing up. He probably never had to really, really work at it because he got away with being the most athletic, tall, lanky guy on the floor. Maybe it's just some guys can't shoot. But I mean, I watched Dwayne Wade learn how to shoot. He couldn't, you watched him in college. Dwayne Wade couldn't shoot basketball at all. He became one of the best mid-range jump shooters in the NBA. Giannis doesn't shoot and he still makes those shots occasionally. There you go. Like, but Ryan just mentioned Kawhi Leonard. If you watched Kawhi Leonard when he first came and was on the Spurs, when he first came into the league, you'd watch him, you'd say, why is Popovich letting that guy shoot? He can't shoot. All it took was to keep, he put the work in and it's something that clearly you can get better at. I don't want to hear like, oh, his hands are too, or Kawhi Leonard's hands, the ball, it's like a ping, it's like shooting a ping pong ball. Like Shaquille O'Neal shot better from the free throw line. He could become a better shooter if he tried hard in that. I don't, I just don't buy it. That's my it. point. Is he just hasn't improved on any yeah. aspect of his I'm, offensive game. And that's I'm, a major red flag. I'm right there with you. So again, I ask, what is he worth? Okay, so <laughs> so remember I wouldn't want him on my team. I don't at the Clippers. That was a question you asked me. Do should I have wanted him on the Clippers? I don't want him anywhere near the Clippers. So the um was it two years ago or three years ago years ago? They played Toronto and Kawhi made that shot. Yeah. And they were almost in the finals right yeah. is that to get to the finals uh no i think that was to get to the bucks right Did they beat the bucks to make the finals avery or was yeah that would have gone to the eastern conference finals if okay. the sixers would have won that yeah all right i guess like again it's just and then the toronto raptors won the, the yeah finals. when middleton wouldn't shoot the basketball yeah, yeah i remember that so i guess my point is like you can win with that guy <sighs> but they didn't like they would have still had to go through golden state I think I think the problem is well anyone would have beat Golden State if Clay gets injured like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Durant. But, but I get what you're saying, Avery. But how many teams have made it to the conference finals before and then never gotten better? A whole bunch. Yeah, that's a true. whole bunch. And you could look at them and say, I mean, if all it took was to get close. No, I'm just saying, like, like, like Reggie Miller would be a, like you'd say, we well, can win a fight, you can win the finals with that guy except you couldn't because Michael Jordan was in the league. So you can't just look at the situation and say, you can win with Ben Simmons. No, you can't. Cause Giannis and the Bucks, you're not going to beat the Bucks with Ben Simmons. And I got, maybe you had a chance, but then Kawhi I was would, in the league. I wouldn't use Giannis as an example though, because he's a freak. I would use Draymond as the example. Oh, but, so you got to have great shooting around, but, but you still, so you're saying to. he's going to be the fourth best player on a team. Well, third, yeah, I, I would say third. But with what he gets paid, I'm saying like you can't 
Well, everybody get like you're gonna get. I think every team basically will have all you know, like three max players for the most. I don't like think they, he's a max player. I don't think he's anywhere close. Personally, well, I don't think Rudy Gobert is, but he's yeah. either is Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah like there, no, there I mean, are a lot can, of max guys who are yeah, max yeah, guys. Right. But I'm just saying, I don't think I get what you're saying. They were so close, but I almost feel like the more that the same team goes. Remember when the Raptors were just not gonna win. But they were so close. They were the number one seed in the East. Well, that, yeah, that was they were not going to win with Lowry and DeRozan. Yeah. So they they blew it up. Well, that's what I I'm don't saying, think you're going to win. And they were getting close, but LeBron kept beating them. It's like, oh, it's LeBron. Right. We'll never beat LeBron. We'll never. Okay. Except they traded away their little deal and they got quiet. I don't care that LeBron was no longer there. It's not the point. It's that they knew they weren't going to win. Right. So they made a change. Yeah. I don't think you can possibly look at this team and be like, oh, well, if the ball doesn't bounce that way, and if we get to that next round, maybe at some point, I agree. They got to cut the Yeah, no, I agree. What I don't understand is why the Daryl Morey and the Sixers are being so stubborn about it because they value this guy way more than he should. I, I personally, I'm telling you as a GM, like if I could surround him with four other guys who can shoot the ball, I'm okay with that. Like if, if I could put on gold, I, I know this is an extreme example, but if I could have put him on Golden State and replace him Draymond Green, I would do that in a heartbeat. If I if I could put him with Damian Lillard, who is in his own right, you know, a certain level of, of stardom or and can shoot the ball, and you have Powell there who can shoot the ball real well, like I would do that because I'm not relying on Ben Simmons for the offense. The problem is that that's what the 76ers are kind of doing, is they're relying on him for offense as well, and he doesn't produce it in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a tough scenario. I mean, he is their second best player, and he's not very good. Like, to your point, Joel Embiid is the best player on that team by a lot. I know, but there's like – so He he had like a 40-point game last year. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which is what's so – it's so weird. Like, that's a guy who – because you watch, say – you watch Giannis, and he can't take a jump shot, and he will get to the mid-range then and take like a floating thing. I watched him and score 40 points doing that. And yet in the playoffs, he wouldn't even try. It's just, do, do you think though, let, let me ask you this, because this is also something I heard, maybe a little conspiracy I also, theory. Side, side up before you go into yeah. that. Um, the fact that you have spent this much time like looking into him and like that we're talking about him this much confounds me because I feel like we're talking a lot about a guy who is like worse than like 20 players we've already been talking about. That's how I feel about him. But I think he's so um, riveting because he, for me, he's really, he's a great defender, a good, really good playmaker. And his problem is offense, which I, I just don't remember a guy like this before. Maybe that's what it is because you're, you're about to, sorry, I interrupted you, but like, you're like, I was, I was talking, I was listening to this. So the fact that people are talking about him so much just confuses me because I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm way off on this, but I feel like he's like, the 50th best player in the league. Oh, I don't know if he's that bad. The four, he's the four, not that bad, but he's also on a max contract on a team that should be really the, good. The 40th best player in the league. I feel like would I rather have Simmons or Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton all day. Not close. Would I rather have but you're pairing him with Giannis, right? I'm just saying you can you can throw Middleton on your team. You don't have to build your whole team around the fact that you're throwing this guy into the, like if that's you a, throw Simmons on your roster, you have to construct a certain roster a around point. him. And I feel like that means you're only so good. 
Yeah, your point is he he's a liability, and nobody else that's ranked that high is a liability on either end. That's what I'm getting at. He's excellent. Maybe maybe to say he's that good of a player, maybe that's the wrong way of wording it. But I feel like he's that useful to your franchise. I feel like there's other guys who you can just plug and play, or guys who bring so much more to the table on both on both ends. I feel like when you have a guy who's basketball is so unique in that you have to you either have to do one excellent or the other or you're not even useful to be out there Mm -hmm. and he is such a liability on offense that i take their the all the all-stars from last year i take all the guys who were close i've got like cj mccollum who's like a guy like that take him with i just i don't understand where he ranks in your I, I would any, take in anyone's in anyone's list. I just don't know where people rate him. I don't know where other franchises rate him. I, I always, I always like context matter. I need to know what my team is. Like I, if, again, if I'm Portland and I haven't got over the hump in like forever, why not trade McCollum? What are you going to do? Get booted out of the second round of the playoffs. Like you have every other single year in the first round of the playoffs. Like, so that's the way I feel like do something Ben Simmons, but, but then Daryl Morey is, is, is really high on him and doesn't want he wants, he wants Lillard. He's not going to trade him. So it's kind of like this impasse. Um, go ahead, Luca. Sorry, Avery. <laughs> I don't have to do it in the first place. Would you guys rather have Reggie Jackson or Ben Simmons? I would take Ben, ben Simmons. I would, I would, I, you can't play Ben Simmons in the playoffs. I would rather have Reggie Jackson. I just watch him in the playoffs be extremely useful. He was extremely useful in the playoffs. There, there was never a moment where I thought I can't have this guy on the floor. Yeah. And, and I can't... have you ever thought of that in Ben Simmons playoff career, other than that series? I think that, that that's a good point. I, I think it, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying it could just be a fluke. Like I'm not trying to defend the guy. I don't think he's great. And I wouldn't want him on my team, but have there been any other instances in the, in a series in the playoffs that he's had where, it's just like that guy can't even be on the floor. He's that bad. I think the East has been uh, hiding his tendencies or whatever it is, hiding that the East has been so bad that the first round is a cakewalk for them because Embiid, no one can guard him. And Simmons is big. And they, Tobias Harris is good enough. And they have all these. So now that the East is getting better, here we are. And, well, wait a minute. But why they've never we, made an Eastern Conference Finals. They're not. Why are we guarding Ben? Yeah, why are we guarding Ben Simmons? He can't shoot. Oh, I don't know why we're guarding Ben Simmons. Let's stop guarding Ben Simmons. And it's to the point that they were hack-a-shacking him, but it's hack-a-Simmons. And he was way worse than Shaq was in those scenarios. Without <laughs> 30%. Without the fact that Shaq was the most dominant force in the history of the NBA, that you could leave him on the floor in those scenarios and let him shoot 40, 50%. So you have this guy on the floor, you literally can't have him. He breaks your team on the floor in the most important games of your season. I would rather have Reggie Jackson. I stand well, by the, that. No. <laughs> so the, I would rather have Terrence Mann. The, I, would, I would rather have these guys that we have on our roster. The, the, I say the we, but I'm saying there's my yeah. team. I look at the Suns. I would rather have the Cam brothers than Ben Simmons. But I like, would rather, so, I'm just saying, I'm listing guys, I'm saying Ben Simmons top 50, maybe. That's just where I'm coming with it. I, I rate my guys not based he, off of regular season performance in the playoffs when it matters. Can I trust this guy? The answer is no. Well, that again, that was one series though. The most important maybe, series he's maybe, ever played. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's a pattern, right? Maybe it's a pattern. Um, it's, my thing is Ben Simmons is at least elite 
on one side of the ball. True. Reggie Jackson is not. So is Pat Beverly. Right. Um, he's, he's but elite, he, he shoots. He's elite on the wrong side. He's elite, he's elite <laughs> defender. Like what he did to Booker last year. I want to talk about that when we get to the Clippers. But my, my point is, is I would take him over. I would trade McCollum for, for Ben Simmons. I, I would. I, would I don't know. Like if you were Portland? Yeah, if I was Portland. Whatever they're doing would, isn't working. And Dane's not yeah. going to be happy if they do it yeah. again. I just don't know. And expect different results. Do you think that they would be better with having one more defender in Dame's spot that's not guarding CJ that is instead fading off of his guy in case Dame happens to get around his defender? <laughs> it can't <laughs> be any worse than no defense, like allowing uh, 130 points a game. Either. I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. I uh, now, what were you saying originally that I interrupted you? Well, there's that you were this, listening there's, to podcasts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. just like I, I interrupted you because I could not believe that people talk about Ben Simmons this much. Here I am talking this much about him as well. So maybe he's, he's, he's so to me he's so fascinating because I think he gets because of one series he like gets so diminished. Now it could again, Luke, you could be right. It, it could be a pattern. I'm probably the problem. I'm the reason that you, you feel this way, and I'm like the at the head of it. But continue. Yeah, <laughs> and I just feel like he's better than what he's getting credit for. But I think the Sixers are. Um, overrating him so every nobody can decide his value because one side's overrating one side's underrating it's just like that's my feelings but what I heard on a podcast there was a theory that he was upset with when he heard that the trade rumors that they were talking about trading him last season in the middle of the season and he found out and that's when his play went down so so can I can I counteract that just real quick? No, no, you go ahead. I'm just saying the that Pacers there's... openly shopped Paul George on the Pacers his last year, and his response was to absolutely light up Toronto in the first round, and they made it difficult. But what I'm saying is, if you're mentally, if your mental capacity is mental capacity is the wrong word. If your if your mindset your mindset is so weak, yeah, that the thought of them not wanting you breaks you i think this kind of verifies what i think about him <laughs> like this is a guy who has not but, been tested has not put enough work in to trust himself you you gotta do be, you trust clutch though that, that is my point like is it is this all like a clutch thing because this isn't my thing like i don't know what what they did with james harden that i mean uh not james harden um he's not a clutch kind ad right what they did with ad James Harden isn't clutch, but right. I know AD is for sure, but what they did with AD like shows that they're willing to like make players sit so they get what they want. Like, what if this is like that's the conspiracy? Like, he, he his numbers went down after the trade rumors. He he doesn't really show up in the playoff games, and it's just like maybe he was trying to tarnish his trade market so he could get traded easier. I don't know. I'm just saying, throwing that out there, conspiracy theory. But guys, we spent like. 25 minutes on Ben Simmons. Every, we'll have to create an episode that. just for that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, you guys ready to move on uh, to the prediction? I have them making the playoffs, um, probably lower end of the playoffs, but playoffs nonetheless. I really think they trade Ben Simmons. They cannot have an asset, you know, like that, in my opinion, sit on the bench all year. So they'll probably get a couple of good, really, you know, solid role players for him. The Kings is another team that could trade for them. They haven't been anything for they. They might as well shake things up a little bit. But anyway, you asked, you asked, you said there was just the one series about Ben Simmons. 
Oh, he could hide behind Jimmy Butler the one year. They had JJ Redick on that team. That, they did have Jimmy Butler. I'm just saying. I'm saying Redick was the best shooter in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, well, one okay, of the best, so one, point, one of the though, better right? wing you, players. You put better shooters around him. More. But, but, but what, what I'm saying is Butler's a ball handler, and now Simmons is your third best player. He was hiding on that team. That team was right, good. So- he almost made it to the conference finals. Now was the team that good? Okay, there we go. So was the team really that good, or was Joel Embiid really good? Jimmy Butler, pretty good, really good. Ben Simmons, competent enough to be there and then not make a difference, and they lose again. Well, he, he plays difference on defense. Yeah, what good, would they have done if he was on a different team? Good enough to, good enough to win? Good enough defense to make a winning effort? Because clearly well, they you didn't know, win. You know as a Paul George fan, like you can play really good defense and the, 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 your other team – Mates have to play good defense too. The threat of Paul George on offense. I get that part. Like makes, I'm not comparing the best makes players. him just infinitely more valuable. But I'm just I saying, agree with that. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not I think to... we can go back and look at Ben Simmons and be like, I think he's been. I think what we just saw was him finally getting exposed for who he was all along. That's how I feel about it. But see, you're much higher on him. I feel very negatively about him. I don't know about much higher. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm where we should be objectively on him. And everybody's either way up here or way down here. I'm going to go do a deep dive because, I, because I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like he has never been good on offense. And he, they've gotten away with it. But the real reason they've never been better than who they are, a team that's perennially close, is because they have one star who's actually a star and they have one star who is a fraud i mean he averages 14 8 and 8 in the playoffs he doesn't just score points like exactly he does he's a little bit of a do everything which which is what you're saying he's you're saying he's draymond green and so how much, how much does Draymond Green help the team win unless he's got Steph and Clay on the team? But that's what I'm saying. He needs those shooters around him. And is he treated like that? Does he? No, does he because act- he doesn't have shooters on the team. His best player is Joel Embiid, who doesn't shoot. Does he carry but himself? It's just in a terrible scenario for him to excel as a good basketball player. Uh, that's sure. where I'm at. Sure. So does he carry? Is is he the kind of guy who you're like, man, he's a really good team player and he wants to do those things? I think yeah, he could be. But yeah, now, what, now what we're seeing, block, that team is going to the conference finals. Now, now what we're seeing is, is, is it self-sabotage or is he getting destroyed by, like you're saying this, who, who knows? I don't, I don't know what, what he personally is like, but you got Embiid calling him a baby in the media. I feel well, like Embiid's, this, a, Embiid's a D-bag himself. So there's not much to be said about what he is emotionally and his ego or whatever. So, right. Uh, no, I, I agree. I agree. I just, you're right where you're saying it's, it's, it's fascinating to it's you. Just, to me, it's, I don't think he's good. Well, I don't think well, we've I'm ever seen a player you. in this scenario before, have we? Yeah, it's a player crazy. of that caliber who yeah. doesn't want to play for his team, but is under a max contract, wants to get traded for another superstar, but nobody else knows if he's superstar worthy. Like we've never seen yeah. that. With Anthony Davis, you think he's a superstar. When you say a player of that caliber, do you mean like a 33% free throw shooter is never like caught? Yeah, like somebody who averages 14 points in the postseason. So I don't think he's like a superstar. I do think he's a star, but we, we can go at this all day. Uh, I'll say this though, Luke, you have to be kind of fascinated because you kind of carried the conversation for the last. I like, you know why though? Uh, I, I like him because when he came in, I liked him, I should mm-hmm. say, because as someone like myself who likes to play basketball, I'm not a great shooter and neither was he. And so I kind of liked how he was still able to 
affect the game without and having the ball in his hands without without being a shooter but i feel like then he started dating kardashians and stuff and i noticed he never got any better as a shooter and i feel like if i had access to a gym and people do those things i would eventually like Dwayne wade sure i feel like i would eventually get better Sure. Yeah, that's, that's Ryan. True. I don't know. Ryan, were you going to ask Luke about the Clippers and Ben Simmons, or are we going to cut? Ben not, no, we're not going to talk about Ben Simmons the rest of the night. I, I, I did want to. I mean, if we're going to talk about it and just edit it out of the entire podcast, which we should do, or just yeah, create an episode. it's definitely way too long. No, no, I, I'm not, <laughs> this is a good conversation, though. I can't, like, guys, I'm not going to spend four hours editing. <laughs> he doesn't want to edit. <laughs> I thought we could get through this without editing. I want to I just ask, if Ben Simmons is the third best player on the Clippers and you've still got your whole team, so you've got Kawhi, PG, and then Ben Simmons, you're saying you don't want that at all. You wouldn't touch that roster. What I'm saying is he, for the money, for the money that he would cost, the Clippers are paying Justice Winslow to be our non-shooter, get, go get rebounds, dive on the floor, guard guys, get hit in the face, just say nothing about it, play, just play hard. So you really have Justice Winslow over Ben Simmons. I'm saying Ben Simmons comes with money, which we, he, we can't afford him. If you're saying we can just add him to the team without paying him, oh, yeah, of course I'll take him. Duh, I think he's the second best defender in the league. Of course right. we want him but well, that's money, what i'm getting at if the, you could make a trade possible where you could get rid of say reggie jackson no justice winslow and some other no. guy, you wouldn't do that no I, I you can't get we need the scoring and in the playoffs there's time you need one-on-one scoring in the playoffs reggie jackson's a one-on-one scorer that's more valuable isn't this isn't the season to watch anyway i mean you're not going to win the ring unless Kawhi comes back in the playoffs Right. Yeah. So I'm saying my playoff team, my are my the Clippers playoff roster of Zubak, Batum, Morris, Kawhi PG. I trust that. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time to change guys out, you put Reggie in and you move Batum or, or Morris or Zubak, mm-hmm. whoever. And then from there, I don't see why you want Ben Simmons in there to just clog up everything. We have one-on-one scorers on our team. As soon as you add a guy who can't shoot, now you're bringing the defense over and now they got to face a double every time that they get, I just, I don't want him on my team. Now, if his job is simply going to be go set screens, get rebounds, cut to the rim, do everything, do all the dirty work, but that's not who he is. He's, he's that he is, I want the ball. I'm bringing the ball up. I'm, uh, you know, fast break stuff, which he's excellent at. You don't get that in the playoffs. The game slows down. Like what he is really good at, you can't just throw on a team. Like I wouldn't want him on the Clippers because of the negative things that come with just, it breaks your offense. The reason it works kind of with the Sixers is you can always just dump it to him beat. How do you guard that guy? He's seven feet tall. He shoots fadeaways. Like that's, you can't really, oh, we're going to double down. Okay, he'll pivot the other way and take a 12-foot fall away. He's going to make it. He's going to score 40 points a game doing that. That's how I feel about personally. Would you want him on the Bucks? If I was still able to keep Middleton, Giannis, and Holiday all together, heck yeah. And see, I think that's fair because Giannis makes as much of a difference as Embiid does, but he makes even more of a difference because he's so much quicker. 
What we got to do is call Darren Mori and be like, listen, we need, we need answers. Can you please <laughs> trade him to a team so that we can get answers to how valuable truly Ben Simmons is? So we can right? end this podcast? Yeah so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that we can all go to bed tonight at some point. Uh, so predictions for the 76ers, guys. I have them still making the playoffs. Obviously, I'm probably going to go on the low end. I'm, I think they'll probably want to manage Embiid, but I do think Embiid's an MVP candidate as long as he's healthy, so I'm going playoffs. Oops. I, I too, would put him in the playoffs all, along with you on the lower end of the spectrum. If they make a trade like they're, like Maury is refusing, if they make a trade – I think they can get right back to contender status, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, think, right now they're just the other play, my last playoff team right now. But so, if I, you think that they trade Ben Simmons for say CJ McCollum, they instantly become contenders. Like, I who think, would they have to trade for to make them contenders? That's think, available on a trade run. I think they're so already in this conversation. I think they're already a contender. <laughs> Thanks, Avery. I think no, I think they're already a contender, and they ruined the chemistry of the team now. So you can't. I don't think you can possibly win with this roster in the playoffs. I just it, Seth it, Curry's morale is just gone. No, there it's go, just there go it's, six points a game. It's just the you know how like the the Lakers last year entered the playoffs and as soon as AD went down, it broke the team. Like the team yeah. just broke. Like they quit. And it's not even like you can blame a guy. It's like they just knew the inevitable. Like we will not win with this, and it just it breaks. The, like these things matter especially in the playoffs, like everyone's got to be, they got to know exactly where they are. It's why the Clippers were able to make it so far, even when Kawhi went out, because they all knew exactly who was supposed to do what, and they all trusted each other. That's, that's why the Suns were able to keep winning. You know, you know what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to make an Eastern Conference preview podcast and a 76ers preview podcast. But like, I think that stuff matters. So like, I think now the Sixers, they look at this, and you can't keep that team the way it is and win. Can you make it to the second round? Sure. Can you make, you will not win. But I think as soon as you get like a refresh, they can readjust. They can, they can move guys around. I don't know who else is even, I wouldn't pay enough attention to who's on the Sixers because we were just talking about. Oh, that's okay. But there you go. Like Thibault is an okay. amazing defender. Right. Okay. And that's my point too. Like Thibault isn't a great shooter either, right? Danny Green is an amazing defender. And he's a good shooter. <laughs> like, they have guys who play defense but, already, and Simmons was on that team to play defense, you're saying? No, I team couldn't you. play, I think, I and think, they have defenders. <laughs> I think they definitely, they definitely need to reset. I'm with you there, but I don't think Ben Simmons – like, so when you, you, you were playing crunch time, you probably had Thibault, Simmons, and Embiid out there. That's not good floor space. To, an- to answer your question, if my, if my crunch time team is Seth Curry – is is Seth Curry, CJ McCollum, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, and Bede. If those are my guys, yes, yes, that's a contender. You can win with that. In fact, they would have they would have beaten the Hawks with that. I they agree. You're not have, beating the Nets. You're not beating the Bucks. You're not beating the the Lakers. You're not could, beating the Clippers. Hold on. You're not beating the Jazz. You're not beating the Suns. Hold on. Okay. The six they, teams you're not going to beat. They beat the Suns. With that line. They beat the Suns. No. They beat the Suns. So oh, man. this is this is gonna be and, okay. And, here, and here's the other thing: could they have could, just in theory, you put Thibel on Middleton, you got CJ or, or yeah, you got CJ and uh, Holiday matched up or whatever or whatever you do with Seth, whatever you got the they match up just fine against the Bucks. 
Do I think they beat the Bucks? No, because I like Giannis. But could they? Yeah. Yeah. And beat can score. seven game series. And no. beat can and beat can score 40 a game. Harris can match Middleton. He can. Will he? I don't think so. I'm saying can he? That's why you got to play the games. We yeah, got Paul Robinson. Reed could go up and put 20 points in a playoff game. I'm saying I mean, we're going off hypotheticals. Oh, who who I didn't hear the name. What who was it? Paul Reed Jr. I just picked a oh. name. I mean, he could go off for 20 in any game. What, like, what, what I'm saying is the, the Sixers are those are talented. They're, the team is very talented. It broke the team with Simmons last year. They blew it. The, the Hawks are good, but the Hawks should not have beaten okay. them. But 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 could they but, have beaten the Bucks? I think they could have if you put CJ in that spot. I think they could have. Do you think they is, would have? No, but I think they could have that though. Like this is my other problem. We we really gotta move on, but but this is not the problem with that thing though. Is you realize that they blew as a team like twice 20-point leads to the Hawks. It was not all Ben Simmons. Okay, yes, did Ben Simmons come up short and very like not dunking the basketball? Absolutely. I, I think this is I think this is overblown. Like 30% from the free throw line. Right. No, but I'm saying like that breaks the morale of the okay. team, man. No, no, I, I agree, but us, okay. So this is the problem, though. Like in that moment, you win that series is if as a coach. Oh, I yes. You just take him out and let him reset his mind for the next series. the The problem is the coaching fell apart. The team entirely fell apart. It wasn't just Ben Simmons. Um, they got he was on the court when they got a twenty point lead, right? So I mean, like it's uh-huh. not like he didn't. Right. So I'm just, I they, think, I think he it, needs a fresh start. The 76ers need a fresh start. Daryl Morey, just trade him to the Blazers for CJ McCollum. Then I, I can agree with Luke that I, I, I still would favor the Nets and the Bucks over the 76ers, but if they got McCollum, I think they're in a way better position now than they were, you know, before the trade. And I, I think they, they could be, the those two teams depending but i would still pick the nets and bucks in the series i think cj uh, yeah. to your point there's a lot of teams that could beat those teams if we're talking no, no, i don't think miami I, I don't think miami could beat either one of those in the series oh i think they could if, uh, i mean if, miami blew us out in the bubble yeah but that was the bubble look the bubble doesn't count yeah, tj warren, guys, TJ warren was the best we, we talked about this team for 40 beat. minutes we got to move on as the host I'm vetoing any more comments about Bill Simmons, Bill Ben Simmons. And- I got one. I got one more after you, oh. you vetoed it, but I got one more. I got one more. Just okay. Of, okay. One more, Luke, and then I got a veto. You know how we always talk about how the the Bucks before they won their second best player, you had Middleton and you you had Giannis and every other team that would win or be in the playoffs. You look at their second best player, mm-hmm. you're like that guy's got to be someone. I think CJ McCollum is a lot closer to Middleton or maybe even better than Middleton for a second best player. And Embiid is pretty close to Giannis as far as, I mean, he was an MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. So I think, I think you could argue that the top two players, if you replaced him with middle, if you replace Simmons with McCollum, you could argue that the Sixers best two players are pretty even with the Bucks best two players. And then you're looking at the rest of the rosters, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry, Thibel with Drew Holiday, uh DiVincenzo guys like that I'm just saying I feel like those are a lot closer those rosters are a lot closer than what we would thinking out loud like oh there's no chance but I don't know if I were if I were Maury 
So I, I hate to keep moving this discussion forward. <laughs> I know you're going to yeah, yeah, I, just, I just canceled Ryan's veto. And we... <laughs> Go ahead, Avery. If I'm Maury, what I'm doing with that team is I'm just completely blowing it up. I'm trading Simmons. I'm trading Embiid. And I'm getting everything I possibly can. Because the East is going to be tough to get to the Eastern Conference Finals to begin with. You're not going to go through Brooklyn if they stay together. You're not going to go yeah. through Milwaukee. So blow it yeah. up. Yeah. No, you know what, Avery? I'm, I, that's not a bad idea um, because it's better than the situation they're in, which is that you're wasting a year of Joel Embiid's career basically at this point because they aren't contenders, right, with yeah. the roster they have without Ben Simmons for sure. Even with Ben Simmons, I would say, but for sure. Okay. Guys, beautiful discussion on Ben Simmons and the 76ers. Let's go on. Cut all that out. Just cut it all out. No, 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 no. This is podcast gold. This is hilarious. Save it for the Ben Simmons podcast. What you do is you move the Raptors ahead of it, and then you warn people that there's like 45 minutes of Ben Simmons talk coming up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll probably do that in my introduction. I'll be like, hey, guys. I would just move this ahead of that. The Hawks, we spend about 25 (laughs) minutes on. We get a nice flow, and then Ben Simmons comes up, and everything falls apart. So enjoy the the three-hour podcast. Okay. The Toronto Raptors. They missed the playoffs last year. They played in Tampa. I think it's it's worth noting that they didn't actually play in Toronto last year. They were 27-45, the 12th seed. It was kind of a surprise how bad they did last year. But uh, some, some people they added, uh, Scotty Barnes. I actually really like that pick. Um, uh, they traded for Precious Achua and Gordon Drogic. I like Achua. And then they lost Lowry. This is their starting lineup, their roster. Um, when I made this uh, up, I, I didn't make it when I, when I copied and pasted it. Uh, any anything that sticks out, anything that you're looking forward to with this team, the Toronto Raptors? I like Dragic leading the point guard position. He's mm-hmm. been such a staple in Miami, just being a good game manager. And they had that in Lowry, and they're going to get it in Dragic. Um, I like Gary Trent Jr. a lot, too. Uh, yeah. The only position I see as a question is the center position. What do you do when teams go big on you? Yeah, I, I agree. Achua, I, I like him, but he's like a he's a smaller center. I think he's like six nine. Nice. I, I think. Yeah. So he's like <laughs> he's a little he's a little smaller um, of a center. I like the the possibility of their small ball lineup. If um, Scotty Barnes ends up being what he can be, I think he's like six seven, but he's a really good defender. You could have like him, Siakam, and Ananobi play the the forward centers like in a small ball lineup. That's pretty good, I think. I, I my biggest question though for this team is Dragic. You know, you mentioned him, Avery. How much you like him? Does he does he is he on the team by the end of the trade? you know trade deadline he's a veteran if this team is um you know not not good because it, it's a young team a younger team they're growing do you think that he could be moved or uh, uh, bought out yeah it's possible i mean it would depend on what their record is they were the 12th seed going into this season um, if they're competing for a play-in i think he stays with it you got enough supporting cast around you to at least make the plan. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got Dragic on the Nets by the end of the season. I was going to say the Mavericks. I guess him and Luca are like really tight. Oh, that's cool. So I, I heard. Um, I feel like he's going to want to win a championship. But I could be wrong. He might just like Luca. Yeah, he might look, That'd be more fun. Might, It'd be more fun to think, go play with Luca. Yeah, he might think, hey, maybe I'm what Luca needs. Some players might think that. You, but. If you replace Kyrie with Dragic, you're doing pretty decent for the Nets who, if they yeah. lose Kyrie, that's a really good fill in. I mean, that is. Yeah. Okay. What what a time we it's, we spent five minutes on the Raptors prediction guys. <laughs> I got him in the lottery. But Ben Simmons though. Um, Should I, these guys trade for Ben Simmons? Let's talk about the pros and cons. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I I also have I also have them in the lottery. Lottery. How about you, Avery? Um, I think I used both of my play-in teams. Correct. Yes, you did. Yeah, I'll put them in the lot. Do I have all my playoff teams in already? You have seven playoff teams right now. He might, he might have three. Does he have three playing teams? Because he, he's probably just. Yeah, you have seven playoff teams. You only have two playing teams. And I, um, as well, I, got, I actually got it up here. I think you're all done, though, Luke. Yeah, I got mine. Yeah, I got so it figured out. One, yeah, just throw them in the play-in, whatever. He's going to throw them in the play-in. I like it. Well, if Travis can have six playing teams, why can't you? Okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to our next team, the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards. They lost in the first round. They were thirty-four and thirty-eight. The AC last year. Do you remember uh, that uh, Russell Westbrook basically tra- dragged this team into playoff contention? Uh, the, you know, like got them to the playoffs, basically. Um, so here are some of the moves they made. They traded uh, for Kuzma, KCP, Harold, Dinwiddie, and they got rid of Russell Westbrook. Uh, they lost Ish Smith. I don't know if that means anything to you guys. I like Ish Smith. Um, and this is their roster. So what? Any anything that excites you? Any questions, concerns with the Washington Wizards? I like the Wizards. I like the Wizards this year, and honestly. If there was one team that would completely blow up my little deal, I would expect it to be this team. I think Westbrook did a really good job last year. That does not, he's not going to get any credit for it because he's going to struggle on the Lakers this year, how they have it set up, at least for a while. Um, This was a roster that did not have five NBA basketball players that should be starting last season. They did not have five starters on their roster. So they were, they were starting guys alongside. Beal and Westbrook this year they have an actual roster yeah this is a team yeah that can like compete for basketball games yeah and try to win can be in like Dinwiddie is good Caldo yes. Pope is good yes. Bradley Beal is awesome yeah Hachimura is a basketball player that can play minutes Thomas Bryant can play minutes Montrez Harrell will score 20 a game yeah he's gonna score 20 points a game in the east Kuzma is gonna be better now that he doesn't have to worry about taking LeBron off every time he shoots yeah, Berton shoots. Uh, Aaron Holiday plays defense. This is this is a basketball team. So they didn't have that last year. Yeah, I feel like they could very easily be in the play-in. Yeah, um, I personally like the Hornets being the team that leapfrogs up there over this team. But it would not surprise me if they're just a lot better than the credit they've been. I don't know. Maybe other people. I guess I'm, I'm I didn't, I didn't no, watch I'm... a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I just feel like people probably look at the Wizards and think lottery. 
or think no, not good. I, I feel like I, that's I how agree. most people I like look at how them. deep this team is. There you go, Avery. You're probably right, but I like them this year. I think they have a good, a good team. What did you say? I think on you said this earlier. On paper, that team looks. Good. I think on paper, the Wizards look like they could be an eight seed. Something about it just doesn't sit right with me. I think when you look at how these teams match up with a lot of teams in the East, I'm taking the field. I just don't feel good about the Wizards. It's fair. It's fair. And the history definitely sides with you as far as just the franchise. What, what I do like, though, is um, KCP is a really good defender. Putting him next to Bradley Beal, he doesn't need the ball. He, he's a good catch-and-shoot player. Uh, I like Kuzma's fresh start because not only was he playing behind LeBron, but he was playing behind AD and Montrez Harold in LA as well. So now he's going to be able to be a little bit more free. Daniel uh, Gafford, he's, he's really, he's solid. He's a solid center. I like him as well. I think they're deep. Uh, they all can play. Obviously you're right, Avery, the stigma of Washington Wizards <laughs> is bad. I like Dinwiddie too. He's a former Piston. It says seven points a game, but that was with what happened last year. I want to say he wasn't he over twenty a game the year before. Yeah, yeah, he was He's like he a was twenty good. point a this game is guy. Because of his injury, they got a bunch like of scores on this team. I just maybe I'm. I'm you're right, Avery. I'm probably looking on paper, but I like I like their players. I'm kind of bummed actually that I, this is a play-in team, but I used up all my spots. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the fact that Bradley Beal is incapable of performing well with other good players not seem weird to you? I mean, he can put up 30 a game, but you're not going to win. Here's the problem. I'm a Beal. I'm a Beal supporter. I'm a, I'm I, don't know. I like the guy. I'm just questioning the team's ability to win with him. I feel like, like a CJ McCollum. Like, it's the same exact thing. You know the guy's good. He can get you 25 points a game. I want to know what other star players he's playing with, though. Like, if he's playing with Westbrook, I don't think that's a good match. Well, he played with John Wall. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a that good didn't match. That did I would argue – you're you're right. I would argue that John Wall – he had maybe one year with yeah, John Wall, and then John Wall got injured, injured yeah. to the point that he was just washed and wasn't even himself. I feel like he hasn't really had a fair shake. And even this year – I mean, not even this year, but this year as well – this is this is like McGrady Orlando situation as far as what they have thrown around him, but it's a little bit better. Well, it's, it's a little bit better. What I also the, like, the first year, the first couple of years in Orlando, this is closer to. Yeah, what I do like though is that like I get, I hate when like teams will get two guards and they're both like six three and under, and they think like, oh, we're gonna win with that. That's really hard to win like that as your two like really good players, it, you know. Uh, KCP is like six five six six. Dinwiddie six 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 seven. So they, they're a long longer team too. I don't know. I like the what, what they they've done to build around him. I, I just think if you put two guards on the same team that's six three and under, your your defense is going to hurt. No matter how outside of Beal, who's scoring points for you? Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie, Harold. Dinwiddie, Harold, Kuzma, Kuzma. yeah. Who's, Do you who's, really trust those guys? I mean, I would trust Dinwiddie. Harold, but I'm not trusting Harold to put up 14 a game. I I'm honestly not Kuzma to put up 15 a game. Avery, I, I mean, I'm I'm just saying this. I can't stand Montrez Harold because he literally broke the Clippers locker room, thinking that he should be treated as a superstar along with Kawhi and Paul George. And he was like, "Well, Kawhi's won championships, but Paul George is ridiculous. I'm just as good as he ever was." 
that's like how Harold was. And so he went to the media and would say junk about Paul George to the media. That should stay in the locker room. But I can't stand him. But he averaged over 19 a game two years in a row for the Clippers. It was the one year was way over 20. I expect him to be over 18. I, he might get 20 points a game this year. Like that's that's honestly, he is an offensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. He gets fouled constantly because of how hard he plays. The problem is he can't play defense. Yeah. So at can't all. Play <laughs> he, like, yeah, I just don't see a lineup here that is going to win you a lot of games. I think they could sneak in. Who are my who are my playing teams right now? You you have so yeah. Let's go into our predictions. Um, I have them in the play-in. Uh, your play-in right now. Um, you have the Pacers and the Bulls as your playing team. So, yeah. What what do you got, Avery, for us? The, well, well, Luke's thinks. What do you think? I'll, the I'll put the Wizards in the lottery. Okay. They are. I just in the don't lottery. have a good feeling about it. No, I, you know, I don't blame you because it's also the history of the organization. Yeah, know? I just don't see them being competitive in enough games down the stretch. Yeah. And I could be wrong. I certainly could be wrong, and I hope that I am. I like a lot of the players on the team. Yeah. Look, someone's got to not be good this year because all these teams have done a decent job, I feel like, for the most part. I feel like Toronto is the one that just has no chance of competing like they should be or have been recently but i feel like every other team's pretty much gotten better or orlando orlando and toronto pistons can compete i'm just kidding they're doing they're doing their job yeah they're they, doing they, what they, they need they, <laughs> <that> guy. yeah <sighs> yeah i think i like the wizards better than the bulls okay i like so, them better than the bulls so, i want i want the wizards over over the over the bulls okay so lottery for the bulls and then the plan uh for the the, the wizards for they have I feel like they have more of a team than Chicago does. I like Levine. I don't trust DeRozan at this point in his career. I just like where you can okay. score on the Bulls. I mean, you can get it from any any position there. We, disagree. The we, just, we disagree on that, but that's cool. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see yeah. what happens. We'll, we'll have to we'll – yeah, this is what's kind of fun about talking about it. Like, you, you get these different opinions. Either way, they have on. no chance, but – Okay. <laughs> Guys, it only took us two and a half hours. That's not bad. It's not bad. The Eastern Conference. Only like 27 minutes if you take out the Ben Soon stocks. So. No, I, it actually would be down to like an hour and a half. <laughs> um, so this is. I was saying that it was 27 minutes of podcast besides oh, Ben Simmons. That's fair. Yeah, sure. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, I misunderstood you. So this is my prediction on the board. So I had the Bucks and Nets as a contender, Hawks, 76ers, Heat, Celtics, Bulls, Knicks as playoffs. So that's eight. Playing Hornets, Wizards, Pistons, Cavs, Magic, Pacers, and Raptors in lottery. I'm going to read off what each of you got as well. So for contenders, Luke has the Hawks, the Nets, and the Bucks. And then, so that's three. And then he has the Celtics, the Hornets, the, the Heat, and the 76ers, and the Knicks as playoffs. In the play-ins, he has the Wizards and the Pacers. Yeah, I like that. Okay. For you, Avery, you have the Celtics and the Hornets as play-in. Okay, so that you're two play-in. I think you need one more playoff team because you have the Hawks as a playoff, the Nets as a contender, the Bulls as a playoffs, Miami as a playoff, contender Bucks, 
playoff Knicks, playoff 76ers. You need one more playoff team. Unless if you think, yeah, I don't know. Um, can, I, can I bump the Celtics into a playoff spot and then put yep. somebody else in there? Okay, so the uh, you got the Pacers, Raptors, and Put the horn. Can I put the Hornets, or I already have them in the plan? They're in the plan for you. Just do the Pacers. Just send okay, it. Pacers. Yeah. Play plan for the Pacers. Especially if they get Oladipo back, I think. Oh, Pacers don't have Oladipo. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Especially if they get. Especially if they get Levert. Especially if they get Levert. Back and healthy. Talk about an unfortunate scenario for that guy. You wish him. My goodness, and he was looking so good before all that stuff. Yeah, he Ah. If they if they get anything out of him, I think they're they're sitting pretty. Thanks so much for listening to part one of the NBA season preview. Uh, This was the Easter Conference. Thanks to Travis for joining me. Uh, Luke and Avery as well. Look out for part two, the Western Conference. It should be up in my podcast feed by the time you're done listening to this one because this one took a very, very long time to uh, listen to. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore sports. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you guys soon.